Let's go. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Sport Champs Episode 3. We are on a nice, bright, and sunny July 8th. I'm sitting here with my man Dave, my man Winston, my man Derek, and you are watching Sport Champs. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, y'all? How you guys doing this week? Good, good. Doing good, doing good. Eventful week, eventful week for your boy here. Uh, yeah. uh, let's just jump into how our weeks were, man. I hope everybody who is watching this week was good. Um, I hope your guys' bets hit. I hope everybody who won was your person who you wanted to win um, for the last fights. But I'm going to say good week for your boy. Good betting winning week. Good fights week. Good concert week. Uh, your boy just got back from seeing Halsey at Red Rocks. Cried three times. It was amazing. <laughs> it Damn. was amazing, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, like, I don't know. I'm still living off the high off that show. That show was yesterday. Today's Friday. It doesn't even feel like a Friday for me. For me, it feels kind of like a Saturday. Gotcha. Because I took the day off work just Yo. to go up there and take it all in. Show started at like seven. She put on a two hour set. Damn. Jesus. She went in, dude. It was so. Uh, it was insane. It was insane. Inspire. Sang every song that I wanted her to sing. Was it Red Rocks, right? Red Rocks. How mm-hmm. many times have you been to Red Rocks? Uh, I want to say like five times five at times. least. Nice. Yeah, Damn. or maybe four. Four or five. One of the two. Oh, yeah. This chick sold out Red Rocks twice in a row, though. Two nights in a row. Gotcha. Like, it was. It looked sold out for my eyes. Like, I don't know if it was like sold out like in the books, but... When I went last, so her first show, she sold it out in the pre-sale in minutes. Sold that bitch out, so she had another show, and I think she sold that one out too. To sell out Red Rocks twice is fucking boss. Yeah, back to back days on non weekends. Yeah, right. No, that's like, crazy. Damn, baller status. And she put on a great show, pyrotechnics, fireworks, fucking ah, it was just a great show, bro. Still living. I wish I was still there. Fuck yeah. being here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, how was your guys' weeks? How was your guys' weeks? You guys know how great it was. Um. My week was pretty good. Uh, the only, like, I guess it was kind of a plus, uh, so to speak. So I had to get a tooth filling on Tuesday. Ooh, big so, week for Dave. Yeah, I. if anyone knows me, I am not good with, like, dentist, medical stuff. I get real bad anxiety with that. I get anxiety, too. So I go in there, right, and, like, last time I had a filling, I was probably, like, a teenager. So at least mm. a 10-year gap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go in there. They get me in, like, the room or whatever, and then, like, they do some, like, like x-rays or whatever, because I had to get x-rays. I hadn't had that done in a minute. And then after that, the um, dentist himself walks in. He's like, all right, I'm going to numb you up. So, like, as soon as he said that, I'm like, all right, here comes a needle. Lovely. <laughs> oh, fuck. He put this little numbing paste on there and then, like, sat there for, like, five, six seconds and then put it in there. I didn't really feel it, but I found out that I have a little bit of a heightened tolerance to the numbing shit because, like... Ooh, my man's got a tolerance. I don't know what to say, but, like, ten minutes in, All he's, the dabs, he's just like, you should be totally numb by now. Like, how does your lip feel? And I'm like, normal. I can feel it. feels fine. He's like, what about, like, the injection side? I'm like, okay, that's kind of numb. So another five minutes goes by, does the, the whole procedure, and, like, I was in and out of that dentist in maybe, like, 35 minutes. I was shocked. Fire. Yeah. Old dude or young, uh, yeah, old dude or young dude. It's an older dentist, but um, older dentists are the fire ones. He was really good. It was Damn. really cool. It was really like painless. So fucking. I was. It was kind of like I was nervous, but for no reason. My and hands. it wasn't. It wasn't like the bottom of the tooth. It was like the back back tooth, like where 
it like touches the back of your mouth like where the toothbrush doesn't reach very well so my man's getting filled yeah that was tough man's out here getting filled you getting filled winston or what uh no definitely not <laughs> what i was filled with winston was had joy a way, oh, winston had joy a, yeah. winston was, had a way cooler week than you yeah well <laughs> the only other thing i did was i got my hair cut oh yeah damn this guy's living adult life huh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's about it that was that week winston uh, that was good yeah i filled with joy because we watched the fights with the homies that was, that dope. was dope the mm-hmm. fights were pretty good some of the fights were whack we'll get into that later yeah yep. but uh but yeah it was, it was fun chilling with the homies watching fights drinking some alcoholic beverages you know what i mean yeah. like shout out big bear shout out to big bear but uh but, yeah but yeah i mean that was good that's pretty much all i you know Everything that was eventful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. I love that you started with the fights because that, yeah. We had some good fights. I liked them. I liked them. But other than the fights, let's start with these current sport news. I'm not going to start with the fights ones, even though those ones are on the top. Let's go to some other shit. Let's go to, to like Baker Mayfield get, getting traded to the Panthers. How about that, huh? Damn. Good team to be for him to be on, I think. Um, what do you guys think? I saw a hilarious meme, and I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan, but the quarterback since like i think 2017 that have thrown the most interceptions or 2018 first place is baker mayfield and second place is sam darnold yikes yikes same team yeah but i'm really honestly baker mayfield dj moore if christian mccaffrey can stay healthy dude that's they have more they have over the top strength Mayfield more mayfield can throw that ball a lot further i think than sam yeah, and Baker Mayfield has you know been to the playoffs. Sam Darnold hasn't really done shit. Like he hasn't done Baker shit. Mayfield, he should do well. If he doesn't do well here, mm-hmm. this is his one. He's on a one year contract. So if he balls out, he's for gonna get much? paid. Do you know for how much? Um, Not sure. I think it's like fourteen million or 14. something like that. I I don't know, but uh, the Browns actually paid the whole entire paid salary. It off. I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. So the Browns <laughs> paid. It. So he's basically paying for the pa- playing for the Panthers for free. Oh yeah. So Damn. like that's pretty fire. That is kind of fire. So, but I think he'll do well. I maybe the Panthers make the playoffs. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what they look like in training camp and shit. But I think mm. they definitely got better. I agree for sure. I agree. I agree. And we'll I'm see happy where for, they for Baker. Do, do they Same. make the playoffs? I I don't not, know. I'll not just off of Mayfield. No way. It's based on their me. division. Yeah, it's based on their division. Saints True. Saints are okay. But, um, Bucks are good because they got Tom Brady. Falcons um, and then Falcons definitely not good. No, they lost Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, and they're not trying to get another quarterback. Bucks so. easily the they number got, one. Yeah, for sure. Um, they lost Gronk too. What's the quarterback that they have for Atlanta? Marcus Mariota. Uh, Mar- Mariota. Yeah. Yeah. They're not trying to win. Like mm. they could have got Baker. Chose not to. Like you're not trying to win. They got they're, Kyle Pitts though. Yeah, but That's they're like probably their... trying to tank. Like <clears throat> if you don't get a if you don't try and get a good quarterback, then like you're not trying to not trying to win. Yeah. Mm. So. But Saints and Panthers will probably be neck and neck, and then the Bucks will probably be better. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. I, I can see him not going. Yeah. You definitely see him not going. Thinking, uh, Speaking about Moores, though, we have uh, NFL wide receiver David Moore arrested this month after he allegedly fell asleep in a Taco Bell drive-thru. Damn. Let's go, homie. Yo, get in the chalupa. <laughs> Falling asleep, bro, and getting arrested. <laughs> you just wake up with the what police the at your door, dude, or at your window. That'd be shitty. I wonder how good that taco was. Yeah, uh, I probably didn't get to eat it because he <laughs> fell asleep. Homie looks, <laughs> homie looks pretty faded. Just saying. Damn. Homie looks faded. Am I right? Uh, yeah. But let's read it out. <clears throat> 
All right. So David Moore, who just signed a contract with the Chicago Bears this offseason, was arrested this month after he allegedly fell asleep in a Taco Bell drive-thru. According to the Gainesville uh, Police Department, officers found Moore asleep in the driver's side of his 2018 Ford F-250 at a local fast food joint around 11.18 p.m. on July 3rd. Cops say they were able to make contact with Moore and claim he smelled of weed at, during questioning. After ensuing a search, he it revealed that he had a package of THC edible candies and three pistols in his car. Lovely. Homie, homie was rolling. Three pistols? Yeah, man, why do you need three? That's crazy. <laughs> Max, you need is two so you can dual wield that shit, but three. Yeah. Like, a Kimbo. Yeah. He's, I wonder what three no, pistols yeah, he had. No, you have to have the backup for the Kimbo. Yeah, probably if you drop one, it's like drumsticks when you're a drummer. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> probably have like, gotta pick another one up. <laughs> Two clocks, and then he probably had his like little prostitute gun. Like, <laughs> little danger. <laughs> He's like, oh, not little danger. <laughs> it's all tiny. Uh, but yeah, um, not good. He was arrested for possession of a controlled substance and unlawful carrying of weapons, of course. Well, you have three, dog. Damn. Yeah. Records show... Uh, re- re- records. Records. <laughs> records show... Records show that Moore was booked in Cook County on July 4th. Damn, what a 4th of July, huh? On weapon and drugs charges. Ain't that America. That sucks. Can't have guns and weed, buddy. And we're just remembering uh, Russell Wilson to David Moore for a 38-yard touchdown. Goddamn. Um, now he's in jail. Where was that at? Fucking... What state? Texas, uh, Gainesville, Texas. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fucked. Good luck. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, damn. Fuck for a long time. Um, that sucks, though. I mean, he's got money. They can afford maybe, a good yeah, lawyer. He'll be right. Maybe. I mean, who is he playing? Is he going to stay on the team? Uh, he got signed to the Chicago Bears on the offseason. Uh, if he just got signed, yeah, probably off-season. not. He's probably getting released. Damn. NFL's cutthroat, bro. NBA is like a lot more player, <laughs> player. Uh, MMA don't helping. give a fuck. Yeah, a lot of sports <laughs> don't give a fuck. NBA is one of them where they actually care about the players, but the players run shit in the NBA, so there's. Man, you know. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's so many wide receivers for the yeah. NFL. So, I mean. yeah, you could get an understood free agent, three hundred thousand dollars. That mm-hmm. dude's happy as fuck because he's like 21 years old. <laughs> Offer like, Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, you know, fourth we, meal, bro. I think we've all done that. I think Dude, we've all been drunk at t- Taco Bell in the drive-through. I was tired as fuck driving home from Halsey, no cap, and I got caught in a fucking traffic jam for like an hour, bro. At like Damn. fucking one in the morning, I'm all. Yeah, I bet. I'm tired <laughs> as fuck, dude. Just after the concert, like trying to go home, like ah, uh, it was such a nightmare. So I understand you, David Moore. That sucks, dog. I mean, yeah. I wonder what he ordered. What do you Bro, think he ordered? Get DoorDash. How much money do you have? Oh, uh, why he, didn't you DoorDash? He's probably on, on the way home from like you know a, a cookout or some shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, barbecue. True. Like yeah, so true. I mean, yeah. Fourth of July. Well, if he's on his way back from a barbecue, why, he why a does he need the tacos? He could have a plate to go. You're right. We're being real anecdotal. (laughs) I mean, what else are you doing on 4th of July? You gotta have a cookout on 4th of July. Aside from all of So it was on the 3rd he got arrested, though. Oh, I thought it was on the 4th. So he got arrested on the 3rd and then booked on the 4th. So it was like, because he got... 1130 or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Well, then never mind. He definitely was not at a cookout because he was saving it it for the 4th. (laughs) He was partying before the 4th, yeah. Yeah, which probably wanted to bring in midnight. What do you think he ordered? What do you think he ordered? I'm curious. Quesadilla quesadilla mm-hmm. he's a quesadilla guy what do you think i'm thinking like a crunchwrap supreme Ooh, he looks like a crunchwrap supreme guy yeah you know i'm thinking a big box he's getting a box he's a box <laughs> he, he might get a box bro. <laughs> boxes are Something good deals. quick easy they're good deals he just got the the dozen taco box <laughs> fuck 
This man lot. definitely eats no sour cream on his uh, tacos. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> I don't think we have any more football uh, news this week. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah, revealing that he got a tat. Dude, you guys see his tat? You guys want to see, see it? I'll show you it right here. It's okay. Does it say I'm paid with a bunch of exclamation points? Um, No, it's like way more like this man must have did DMT or something. Yeah, check that out. What the fuck? Yeah. You see it, Winston? Yeah, yeah, I pulled it up. That's yeah, there you go. Fucking sick, dude. It's sick, though, huh? That's fire. Like, I kind of want it, dude. That it looks like it's on his forearm. Looks like it's on his forearm, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah it's like under Or shin. Yeah, that's his forearm. Yeah, it's all the, veiny. Yeah, it's some good line work. I forgot what that type of yeah, tattoo is called. Yeah, that's sick. Great artist. That's sick as fuck. I wonder what it means. Right? Here, let's read. Let's He's got read some, like, um, stuff on the top that I think is, like, astro- uh, astrological. Oops. Yeah. Or it could be, like... Um, no longer tattoo like chemistry free. compounds drawn. You revealed. Homie just has the DMT molecule on his forearm. Right. He shared photos of a new tat Wednesday. Revealing his left forearm. Left forearm. Not throwing. It features eyeball astrology signs, lines, and much more. He says it's deep and meaningful. You know what I'm saying. Famous artist Blazis. Bla- damn. Blaz Bersenyi. I'm, we'll go with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what his name we're, is. We're sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> My uh, bad, dog. Yo, your art's dope, though. Uh, that tattoo the, was flawless. Yeah, it honestly looks so far. That I looks, mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. That yeah. looks like some like Ink Master stuff. You know what I'm saying? Do, how much do y'all think that cost? Oh, it's his homie, too. Look, he said he's grateful he's um, mastering his friendship. He might have been on the fucking freeze, dude, if you're the homie. Um, all black and white, like half-sleeve form. Um, I don't know what like, going rates are for his particular artist but that could yeah. probably run you a couple thousand that's yeah. sick dude this tattoo is sick uh anybody watching this go check out his tattoo because that shit looks dope absolutely just saying just fucking saying um all right i think dope. that's it for the football news too um yeah i think so how about we talk about this personal tra- this personal trainer that's inspiring uh the latest exercise fad yeah what's by, that about by mimicking dogs he mimics dogs dude Fuck, I didn't share the link. God damn it. <laughs> I thought I shared the link. How does how does he I'm gonna search it up. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, give me one sec. So favorite breed, Winston. Oh, dogs. <laughs> uh I don't know, Pitbull, I guess. Because they're just very loving. I just don't get how like are you gonna be running like a dog? Yeah, like, it showed a be... picture of him running like a dog. Yeah, okay, here it is. Fitness on all fours. <laughs> Personal trainer such He's a dog, dude. So his name's Nate, uh, Nathaniel Nolan, and he faced a level he wanted to stay fit, but high, uh, but high intensity workouts caused intense joint pain. <laughs> so what the thirteen or thirty thirteen? What the thirty one year old personal trainer did is start to run like a dog on all fours. What the fuck? Wow. He calls it all four training. Damn. He scurries around on his hands and legs for hours a day, That's and it's wild. Du- and it's done wonders for him. Turns oh, yes. out it's really good strength training, and and I mean, it made him super flexible. There's just a bunch of babies that show up at the training workout. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Let's get swollen. Dude, they're showing, look, dude, they're showing transformation pics off of his oh dog running. <laughs> this dude probably, like, took one yoga class, and I'm like, all right, we're getting into the downward dog position, and he's just like, this is all I need. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm, this is it. Thank you. Those pictures of those, like, swole-ass oh, pit bulls on, are on, actually on. that guy. 
<laughs> Nathaniel acknowledges he gets scoffed at by folks who think he's crazy. But he doesn't give a damn. In fact, it's catching on like wildfire. Millions have viewed his doggy style workouts on TikTok. Doggy style workouts. Yeah, who the fuck wrote this? This dude must be like a furry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shut the fuck up, Nathaniel. Why is it still going? Oh my god. This dude must be like a furry. He's just like, how can I make money off this? He definitely sounds like someone who would train like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like someone who'd be running around like a dog. That shit's weird. I guarantee he's making a lot of money now that the article came out. Like it's obviously getting people into it, and people will pay just to see what it's like. Well, you know what? What's catching traction now is all of our our sport champs. Are the eighty of them are going and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> looking at it? Oh man! But hey, all right. On the real, we're in a competition. We have to walk like a dog the longest. Me. Winston, Dave. Who's doing it the longest? I'm last. You're last? You're giving up right away? Yeah. I, th- I think you're winning, Ricky. You just give up? What if it's for no, money? but I just think... How much money? Yeah, yeah, see? Boom. Once we bring in money, Dave's in. <laughs> we have 10K. to... All like on our feet and our hands. 10K, I will bite the shit out of you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> 10K. 10K to last the longest walking like a dog. Who's winning? Well, like, are we on our knees or are we on our feet? With our, we're, on, with our we're like the fucking trainer guy, dude. He was using his feet. Yeah. All fours, baby. Okay. All fours training. I don't know. I got kind of long arms, so maybe, maybe me. I don't know. You think you think you got this, dude? Maybe. I don't know, man. I have three dogs. You only yeah, have two. That's true. So I... Can I'm I walk like a, like a monkey, like a chimpanzee? Because that's kind of what I'm thinking I'm going to do. Ooh. Like, we got to make rules like they do with the speed walk and shit. I think we got to ask I mean? Nathaniel. We should yeah. have him ref it. That would be fire. This would be a fire event. For 10K. Dave's definitely coming in last still. I don't care if it's for 10K. Probably. I will still get some viral footage out of this experience. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you need upper body because their transformations are looking fire with the dude, upper body Dude, dude, he's all fucking flexing. Yeah, he's not showing the lower body, though. That's, he's not, dude. Yeah, no leg day picks. Yeah, yeah no leg day picks. His legs are just all fucking noodles. Frail. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently we can exercise like <laughs> by walking like a dog. No, that's crazy. I kind of want to meet him and be like, yo, you still walking like a dog, dude? <laughs> like, I wonder how long, like, what's the longevity of this right. training exercise, sir? <laughs> hey, don't don't dogs get hip problems? I think yeah. certain breeds. Yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. do. I don't think, I don't know if that's because they walk or if that's just a dog thing. Mm. Who knows? I think there's a lot of other ways to train. Yeah. Send a dog. Hey, hey, dude, go swimming. Yeah. But it's different and... People are fucking with it. It's an oddity. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting articles written about it. God so. damn it. Like, I feel like this is only an article because he's on TikTok. Yeah. You True. think? I think. He's definitely making money. I wonder sure. what his like demographic of people who follow him is. Like, mm-hmm. Sure, a lot of people who are like curious to the whole exercise thing. People who are curious to like alternative exercises. And then there's probably just a bunch of people who just want to embrace him who really don't care about exercise. Facts. So if like, like yo, I could walk like a dog. But like if you if you dissected his demo from his following, they're like your average follower is like fourteen years old, dude. Mm. They're probably doing this like satirically. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, mm. for sure. So, I would try one just for shits and giggles. But more power to him. If someone who wasn't in shape or needed something to like motivate them to like burn calories or get into something, and this is what got them off the couch, that's that's cool. Mm. Not mad at that, but don't ex- like. Don't expect me not to react and Snapchat you if I see it in public. I'm sorry. My no, thing is, sure. like, he's all talking about joint pain and shit. Bro, your wrist is going to be all janked up. Yeah. All kinked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know. All right. Fuck that guy. How about that? 
<laughs> Bold. <laughs> How about we talk about the San Diego Padres outfielder, uh, Jurickson Proffer, collapsing after he collided with the homie. He collided with the homie during a game and fucked his shit. Fly uh, ball, right? Uh, fly ball, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'll tough. show you the video. It, it happens in baseball. It, be careful from the sound. Around. It might yeah, be all loud. I'm turning it down right now. Oops. We'll go all the way down. Even like though right baseball here. is not a super contact sport, it's one of the most dangerous sports, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ball coming at your cranium, bro? Yeah. All right, so this is the collision right here. So they are both... They are Ooh. moving. They are... Oh. He got a knee to the face. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot worse, yeah. but he definitely got fucked up. He it was just full momentum. Face. Yeah. So after that happened, like homie temple. actually um, collapsed. So he was walking. He just got knocked out. Yeah, he was walking. You see him, like, you know, walking, and then he's just like, hey, bro, I'm not feeling too good. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he pass <laughs> out? Straight collapsed. Yeah, after that shit, passed out. Did he just out, have bro. a concussion? I guarantee it's, it's he has a, it's to have a concussion. It's adjacent to that. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen that yet, go check it out again. Uh, San Diego Padres, CJ Abrams, and Jurix and Proffer collided. Jurix and Proffer collapses on field after that. Hopefully you get a speedy recovery, my dude. Yeah. That looks scary. Fuck, it did look fucking that dude getting a knee to the fucking head full sprint. He basically got what I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. Fuck. He got what Jorge did to Ben Askren, yeah, but on a baseball which field. Which is now And those dudes run faster than it was MMA recently fighters. The anniversary of that. Yeah, it was like the three year anniversary. Street Jesus, fastest knockout in UFC history. Amazing. Crazy. It's already been three years, huh? Yeah. I mean, wow. I remember when it happened because I'm such a big homer for you Aspen. You were so sad. You can ask him, like, I'll, we were watching here's, it my, together. here's my reaction to the knockout because it was like seven seconds. I go. <laughs> he was so Damn. sad. And I was like, let's go. It was let's sick. Go! In retrospect, that was one of the craziest knockouts, hands down, ever. That was awesome. I love Jorge Masvidal, but when I you, called it, like I'll forever call that. I get so I invested when I see dudes that I want to win fight. Like it's like I'm in there, like my heart's racing. Like it just is what it is. Because me and him were fighting, and I was like, bro, watch, he's gonna fucking flying knee him. He's gonna fucking knock him out. I, I was like, I was there. And I was, he was like, no. And then it happened. I was, and I was like, I fucking told you. I was like, yeah, Ben's just gonna like lay on him because Jorge can't wrestle you that good. I still think that if they ran that that fight back and then um, Ben just did not Probably lean forward again. ever, which right. I, I agree with, that'll never happen. But if all right, all right, all right. Let's save that, forward, let's save that for the rest of the fight and talk. Let's <laughs> save that for the rest of the fight and talk. Because after that happened, man, let's uh, – oh, shit. Damn, I think the rest is pretty much fight and talk other than – Yeah. I don't really think we have too much other than uh, we, a we lot could, of fight um, news. A oh, lot we of got the news. Damian Lillard. Oh yeah, the oh, Damian yeah. Lillard. Yeah, yeah. You you uh, so, spit that one out, bro. So Damian Lillard just breaking news just signed a two year extension with Portland for one hundred and twenty two million dollars. And the details how long? Two years. Two years. The details just popped up on my phone. That was what that notification was in Pod. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so he's set to make sixty three point three million. Um, in 2026 through 27. Wow. That sounds like more than two years. <laughs> oh, that's an extension to what he's currently making. Um, never mind. Oh. Excuse me. So his current contract, um, this approaching season, he's making $42.5 million. The 23 to 24 season, he'll make 45.6. The Fuck. The season after that, he's going to make 48.8. And then he just signed an extension to her in 25-26. That year, he's going to make 58.5. And then the following season, 
which I believe has Holy a player shit. option, he's making 63.3. Damn. That is... <laughs> what 61, the fuck? 61 million a year, bro. This, Dude, this is down the road, but still. If this you do the math intense. for all that, that's like 90, 135. So much 195. Money. That's... If he plays and get like that 26, 27 year, he's looking at approximately like $250 million. <sighs> Yeah, he earned crazy. that, though. He earned that. He did earn that. He's one of the best players in the league. Easy. Top five yeah. shooter Easy. all time. Yeah. Top, and five he didn't play this last year. Top, top, top five shooter top, top five three shooter? I would say, I mean, I don't, it's hard to play that game of, like, who's in, who's out. Like, yeah. you know, top pre- five shooter. pressure shooter. I just look at, well, and it comes to game time shooting. Uh, he's one of the best ever. Game time's a thing. When he does that, like, the homie is, he makes so many clutch buckets and buzzer beaters, like, the only thing I can compare him to so would probably be Paul pressure Pierce. Shooter, Paul Pierce pressure. hit mad buzzer beaters in his day. Yeah. When he played with um, Washington, he almost had like three buzzer beaters in one series, but they called off a few of them. Yeah. And he hit the one where they like it was that infamous moment where he he banks the shot, falls down, and then they asked him, "They're like, did you call board?" And he's like, "I call game." Yeah. <laughs> that was such a fire Legend. moment. <laughs> shout yeah. out the truth, Paul Pierce. Legend. Yeah. But and shout out Dame. Like, I mean, getting that sheesh. extension is intense. That's that just weird. happened before we started filming too. Yeah, so. the news broke like while we were setting up. Crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know if Dame's top nowhere. five shooter, but really, who? Yeah, I mean, you already got Clay, top Steph, 10? Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, Easy. Top those are 10? yeah, those are those easily in the top. After five. that, it could be Larry Bird. It could be so many other people. It's yeah, hard to put okay. Dame in five. Maybe top. What about ten? Ten? Maybe top ten. I'd, yeah. I'd have to look at his stats. That's why I was saying it's hard to play that. Who you take okay. in? Who do you take out? Who, who were your top five just now? He well, just top named four them. Four is oh. Reggie Miller. Um, Ray Allen, and then Clay Thompson and Steph Curry easily, easily, and I then see. to me, and then I don't know who you put in that fifth spot. I haven't. Really There's a lot of good top ones. five shooters of all time. Mm. But put your top five shooters in the comments below. Yep, yep. Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not rappers. <laughs> Not rappers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we this is the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like they're just like old block. Anyone from yeah, old block? For, Those uh, are my five. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo, speaking of rapping, man, this is the last time we're advertising it. July 9th tomorrow. You guys, hopefully, if you guys are watching this tomorrow, because I'm going to try and get this out Friday night. Um, today's Friday. Um, if not, then today. <laughs> yeah. July 9th, I'm going to be opening up for Twista out here in Avondale, Colorado. I don't know what the fuck this event's about. It's a fucking weird event. I haven't gotten too much information, but I do know Soundcheck is at 6 p.m., and I do know I'm opening for Twista. So if you guys want to hit that Eventbrite link below mm-hmm. and use the promo code RICK, all lowercase, you get 50% off tickets to watch Twista at the Super Bud Bowl. Yes, sir. Not the Super Bowl, but it's the Super Bud Bowl. Okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Had to add that in. Uh, had to add that in. And if you haven't checked out the new song, go check that out everywhere. Okay. How about we do that? Where the fuck? Um, do you guys want to talk news. about the New Orleans Pelicans or no? Devontae Graham or no? I thought we talked about that. I don't think no, so. I don't oh, think no. We no, no, we, no, we only talked about David Moore, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it, dude. We got another uh, ath- uh, high-profile athlete getting stopped by the cops for yeah. DWI. Allegedly had a .11 BAC. Um, BAC. Yeah, just get a driver, bro. You're rich. Take a Uber. You're rich take a lift, fuck, bro. Get a Maybach. Yeah, I it's mean, designed for you to be in the back seat. This, of course, yeah. is Devontae Graham uh, being the 34th overall pick in the 2018 NBA draft. Bro, get a Tesla. They drive themselves. This is I, that's not slow. a. That's not a like. It doesn't prevent you from any legalities, but I would say it's 
at least that a, bitch drives it, better. That's a step yeah. safer than risking your your life driving. You I, should no one should ever condone um driving you know behind what, them, like while alcohol impaired. You but. know what a Tesla won't do? Go sixty three and a forty. That's why I got pulled over. At yeah. three AM. Two forty nine AM on a Thursday in Raleigh. Just get now you at that with all of those details you should just be getting a ride, bro. Yeah, sixty three. I was assuming 40. it was at like nine p.m. and he was leaving some event. Yeah, three a.m. Not two forty nine a.m. You getting pulled over at that time of night? Nothing good's happening. Yeah, yeah. it said uh, Graham showed signs of intoxication and was arrested, taken to the station. Police say once there, the NBA took the breath test and point one one. Damn. In addition to the DW char- DWI charge, he was also booked for a speeding charge. Damn, they booked him for the speeding too. They'll give him oh, one yeah. or the other. Like the the driving while alcohol. That's um. That's a like a stage two misdemeanor, I believe. So they'll give him that probably. Yep. Fifth year in the association. He'll probably get it deferred though. Yeah. If he he's, doesn't have priors. He's pretty good. He's a good offensive player. Um he'll probably get suspended, but he's still gonna play. Yeah. yeah. I'd be shocked if he misses more than a handful of games. Yeah. Point one one's a little high. It's not too crazy. Yeah. It it yeah, because the, the blood alcohol level, the acceptable is point oh eight. But if yeah. if an officer doesn't feel comfortable leaving you on your own recognizance, you could blow flat zero and get driving for it's under still, the influence. I mean, because they don't know what. And yeah. it's that's not entrapment. That's just you're not safe to be on the road. You can mm. like my uncle got a ticket for driving while exhausted because they said he was failing to maintain a lane, and so they pulled him over and they're like, "Are you under the influence of anything?" And my my uncle's like, "I worked a twenty hour shift, so exhaustion." And he's just like, well, you shouldn't be on the road. Gave him a ticket. <laughs> yeah, got his ass. That's yep. yep, that is whack. I mean, if you're not well. safe, though, that's just maintaining safety. That is true. He shouldn't just have doing their said job. he did a 20-hour shift and he was exhausted. He's like, I'm exhausted. They're like, exhaust, exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck you. Easy ticket. <laughs> you know what else is fucking lame? What's up? Jake Paul, Tommy Fury is officially off. I feel like. second time. Yeah. I feel like we called it, but not to claim. We like, did. We, we didn't kind of cl- called it two weeks ago. No, like, no claim. Like, I remember when I made the comment that when they canceled that one press conference, and I was like, that, there was a lot of money invested in that press conference, and not having a press conference not only loses hype for the fight, but mm-hmm. that is not a move to build hype. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I yeah. never saw a smoke screen and assumed that this was just a build. So... From that moment forward, it was just echoing that, like, this does not look good. The Doesn't whole good. corners aren't coming in. I I don't know who's to blame, but I, I stand by it. I don't even want to see that fight at this point. Yeah, I'm over it. And I wanted to see Paul even came out and said that he's willing to fight him after he fights this new dude. I don't... I mean, that's... I'm okay with Jake Paul padding his record, but I want to see him, like, fight better. And I'm not trying to critique him, because he's fighting great competition for as young as his career is. I just want him to fight someone... Who's not a can, you know? That's this, what I'm saying. This guy's like 12 and 1, so he's Against pretty good. cans again, though. Yeah, this, the biggest competition he's record. ever all right, seen. All right. and, and let's get to that. So um, Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury, off for the second time. Yeah. Four, because, I mean, because Tommy can't get into the United States. That's going to be later determined, all that shit. Well, Jake Paul still wants to fight at MSG, right? So he picked Hassam Rahman Jr., mm-hmm. um, and that's Hassam Rahman's son. I mean, Hassam Rahman is a very notified boxing champion mm-hmm. and his son is stepping in that's you know that's something to know i didn't but, i did not know that but if we look up mr ramen jr's record we go to his record here let me go to it um where the hell is it yeah there we go he looks like a fucking good competitor, dude. Like he looks like he's gonna fucking put up a good fight. Like really, I mean, any anybody in there that's willing to fight him is gonna put up a good fight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But let me pull up. Oh, come on. So for for those pull who don't know, um, 
his dad, who is the yeah, um, heavyweight boxer. Shoot some shit off for the so day. I'm just reading off some of his like Wikipedia yeah, stuff. Dude, I didn't have any of this memorized, but um, so his dad competed from '94 to 2014. He was a two-time heavyweight champ, having held uh, unified the WBC, IBF, IBO, and lineal titles in 2001, and the WBC title again from 05 to 06. He was ranked in the world's top 10 heavyweight boxers by Box Rex from 2000 to 2005, and he reached his highest rankings in the world at number six at the conclusion of 2004. So he had a, a career that was in like an era of boxing that I personally wasn't into combat Neither for, so I can't pretend to speak to this man's record, but I can just infer from his son having been in professional boxing gyms like his whole life that this his son is has to have more talent than any of the... Uh, boxers per se that like he's jay paul's pace uh faced before he's probably gonna be the best technically technically but God, i wish i could find the website that i had with his with his actual record on it because i'm pulling up the names but if you, it had all of the other fighters records with it but is he better a than, lot of them. than tommy fury <sighs> i mean probably I, right i would adjacent. say he's a step adjacent because he literally is coming off of a KO, TKO lost um, in the fifth round. It's an early round for boxing um, from Kenzie Morrison. Knocked here. him out in April this year. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Okay. Um, and all of his wins, all of them are wins before that. You know, don't get me wrong. We have some KOs in here. We have a left cross win. You know, the win before his loss was a KO. But let's look at this. So he KO'd Nathan Bedwell, right? KO'd oh Nathan Bedwell. That was Nathan Bedwell's first fight. That was a debut. Got knocked out. Cool. Never boxed in his life before, of course. Won that one. Okay, so he fought Mario Rodriguez, won in a decision. Mario Rodriguez is 4-4 four and four and 2. Nice. Good record there. Um, let's go to Alejandro De La Torre. 2-11. and 11. Beat that guy. Yep, 2-11. and 11. You beat someone who is 2-11. Good job. Um, let's go to Curtis Head. Beat Curtis Head in the decision. Curtis Head is five and eight. Yeah. Okay, good job. You're doing great. You're doing great, brother. Um, let's go to Damian Reed. Another UD unanimous decision. Didn't even knock him out. Damian Reed's record is three and twenty. Okay, so we're fighting cans here, man. We're fighting. You're fighting someone who is fighting cans. You're getting. You're getting a person who. Beat a Ralph Alexander at zero and three, so knocked him out. Like it's, it's it's hard to say that this guy's going to be better than Tommy Fury because he is literally adjacent to him. He's fighting people who have shitty records. I just like, combined not fighting good fighters. Um, I just combined all of his previous opponents' records minus um Kenzie Morrison, like the legit opponent the, the, he had, the legit opponent who was undefeated. I think. So if I'm not the first person who he fought who was undefeated, just like him, he. Fucking knocked him out. In if the I'm fifth not, round. if I'm not mistaken, and I did math really quickly, so I'm probably butchering my numbers. Minus Kenzie Morrison, his opponent's combined record is like 14, and I believe 45. Yikes! <laughs> that <laughs> means you're getting one win every is three. That better than bouts. Tommy Fury's. I think it's, it's just adjacent. a little. Uh, it's it might a, have been worse like for one, Fury. It's like probably like one win over. You know, like it's Tommy. Tommy Fury's had. I think like. I don't think he fought someone who was 0-20, whatever the fuck I said earlier. Got you. Um, but it I'm gonna was look. just as bad. So, are you guys more hype or less hype? Uh, I mean, it, for me, it doesn't matter because fight someone of caliber. You're not fighting anybody of caliber. 
Oh my to god! Me, the to, first, to a fight to a real fight fan, what's up? The first dude that Tommy Fury boxed, who's a dude's name I cannot pronounce it by any means. His pro boxing record is 10, 1, 11, and three. Damn. Ten and one hundred and eleven. That means he lost ten. Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury's first opponent had lost ten bouts for every bout he won, and he still didn't even do that math. He would have to have won one more fight. Gotcha. God damn it. And that's just the world of boxing because, I mean, you can pad your record like that. So, like, this Hassam Rahman Jr., Jake looked at his record and was like, 12 one huh? Let's oh see my. to who. Second padded. dude? It's a padded record. Second you know? dude? 0-33-2. and two. So, you're talking on... What are we talking in, about? In his first two opponents, they're 11 and 144. Yeah. 11 and 144? How, I, I what promoters is, is allowing this to happen? This, this must be like an, state fair boxing bouts. I think it's an L for Jake Paul because a lot of people aren't going to know that that guy's dad is a famous boxer. I did not know you that. You didn't know that. And I didn't know that. You're the guy that he wants to fuck for you to have buy the fucking The announcing team, you, uh, exactly. team will tell you Tommy that. Tommy Fury I knew was um, Fury's younger brother. And just by the last name. Exactly. That's going to sell shit. This, not going to sell as much. Well, I still watch it, probably. But I saw, like, a video of them having beef. They were sparring. They were in a sparring match, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And they had beef in the sparring ring. So that's kind of why Jake Paul picked this, is because he wanted to fight him. And he thought he was better than uh, Tommy Fury. So the third opponent that Tommy Fury boxed, 2-36. and So at this point, I'm going to stand that Rahman Jr. is is 10 times, or has fought 10% level cans compared to what Tommy Fury's box. Tommy Fury's cans are a lot easier to squish. Yeah. We're talking like like third country great value to like like Whole Foods. Yeah. He's I gonna sell like, more tickets. I mean I feel like at that point, like you're literally the coach is like, yo, you down to come in and lose to this guy? Skip so paid. Yeah, get paid. Damn. You know, like, his his so fourth, me. fourth opponent for Tommy Fury. I'm just gonna go down because this is impressive. Owen thirty five. Hold on. Dude Quit boxing. Hold on. It gets better. Let me He's see. making money. He's making money. Have you guys Hold seen on. a the picture dude, of him? He's the dude, really attractive. The dude no, after no, that. I'm not even talking about Tommy Fury. I'm talking about the dude who's 0-35. So the dude, oh. the dude he fought after 0-35, 0-20. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, the combined record was like 4-220 or something yeah, like that. He fought bad. one dude it's who bad. was 7-5. and five. He fought one guy whose picture is in MMA gloves, so he was in King of the Cage. So he fought a King of the Cage guy who's 7-5 and five mm. in pro combat sports. That's the only competition he's seen. And then his last bout, the guy was 10-2. and two. So he fought a, he's fought one dude with a positive record in combat sports, and he's fought one boxer with a positive record. He's fought, like, three people who are combined 0 and, like, 70. Yeah, so all that being said, man, That's I embarrassing. think we know who's going to win this next one. If you guys are going to put money on it, probably bet the house on Jake Paul. I think um, so. I think I it'll mean, be a good yeah. fight. This should be a better I mean, it's fight. It's anybody's fight. It's anyone's fight. I hope he loses. Like I, I think it'd be funny. Like <laughs> person. Like I don't want to. I, I don't want to be like. I hope he. Lo-, you know. But, I want like, Jake Paul to win because this is the best thing that happened to boxing in a long time. Can't take I that mean, away from him. That's like, a fact. And so he's helping the sport of boxing, which has been struggling mm-hmm. for so long. So you, Luckily, oh. MMA has come around to help yep. combat sports, but it's been struggling for a really long time. Combat sports has. Yeah. It's just so new is why combat sports hasn't been – it's not very – other than boxing, it's not very old. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. And it's – But I agree with up. you. Jake Paul, yeah, he's doing great. He's fucking moving mountains for boxing right now, yeah. honestly. And the people that have done things for boxing – Floyd May- Mayweather is retired. He was big for boxing. Him and Manny Pacquiao. Like Floyd's retired. So Now he's Jake, fighting cans. Jake Paul's kind of taking that realm. You know what I mean? That, mm. that horse. I don't know. 
I feel I like wish, boxing has like this weird emphasis on a, like MMA where they're trying to pr- everyone's trying to protect their O. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you once you're undefeated, promoters, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, promoters just don't value you the same. Like great example is when um, Tyson Fury when he beat Deontay Wilder. Every time he beat Deontay Wilder, like we lost the Anthony Joshua fight, and Deontay Wilder Anthony Joshua would have been the biggest money fight in boxing heavyweight history, and that now it'll never happen. I think it's just because boxing, there's so many people that are undefeated. It's a comparison thing. Like, if you're not undefeated, mm-hmm. then you're not great. But In UFC, it's not the same thing. Exactly. The dynamic is, for some reason, different. But there's a lot of great boxers who were undefeated and then lost their first... They lost their O to legends. You know what I'm saying? Like, Keith Thurman lost to Manny Pacquiao. That is nothing to hold your head about. You know what I mean? Like, um, I believe uh, Danny Garcia lost to Keith Thurman, I want to say. I could be butchering that. But Danny Garcia clearly lost his O. And... Some people don't look at him the same. Like, um, we're about to see what happens with that Triple G fight when he goes up against Canelo for this last time, which I think Canelo's just going to body him, mm-hmm. per se. But, like, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like, I'm more excited about that bout than I was, like, the Dimitri Bival bout because I didn't really know who he was, and then Dimitri Bival happened to beat Canelo. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and then, similarly, they don't want that rematch right away, just similarly to, like, on that Jake Paul card, Amanda Serrano didn't want her rematch with Katie Taylor right away because... In boxing, you go, you lose two consecutive bouts, and promoters are just like, bye bye. Like, yeah. we we're not going to pay it you was as much. Such a close fight, too. That was the best boxing bout outright I have seen in years. Good fight, just outright. No, no caveat to man, woman, or anything. That Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano bout. Go watch that. Yeah, crazy. So I think that's the undefeatedness. I think that's why these guys are getting cans. Is that, because yep. they want to keep that that dynamic defeated. You know, precursor like, oh, I'm undefeated. Is like if you go undefeated and you have one loss, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's only yep. one loss and it shouldn't be held against you that much. But you can say you've never been beaten. You've been beaten once. There's not a big difference between being beaten once mm-hmm. and beaten three times or four times. Draws don't necessarily yeah. hurt you as bad though. That is correct. Like yeah, Canelo's yeah. draw, like that he had on his career, uh, career before he fought Mayweather. No one really held that against him. The Mayweather loss, no one really held against him because that's like. It's the biggest boxing money Mayweather. fight you'll ever get. So you were financially and he was responsible. Young in his career, when yeah. He did it. Or like um, Tyson Fury, he has uh, like at the end of his record, he has that draw against Deontay Wilder. Nobody cares. Like, yeah, that's not the same O. But I agree. Like, I think the difference between boxing and MMA, I guess, is like with boxing, your wave is so much more predicated on your promoters, and in MMA, you're like not making anywhere near as much. But there's a lot of marketability that is in your hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like know what the logistics are of it, but I do know in like MMA sake, you can't like like UFC fighters aren't supposed to reference rival organizations in certain like media. You know what I mean? Unless they train with them or something like that. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine in boxing what like the rule set would be. Like if it's you a mess with the promoters. if you're a top ranked boxer like Vasily Lemonchenko, I'm sure. It's like blowing smoke to just call out boxers who don't fight on top rank because you know your promoter is not going to budge, and unless that boxer takes a top rank bout, you are you're limited. You know, yeah. so crazy. But all that being said, Jake Paul versus Hasim Rahman on August sixth in MSG. No matter what, he had his fight filled from Tommy Fury. And still speaking boxing, how about Paige being added to BKFC London at Wembley? Yeah, yeah. She does not have an opponent yet, but that should be announced soon. I would or, imagine. Yeah. I was looking on her socials and I didn't see anything. Um, I had seen this announcement on, I want to say Bleacher Report. So she it's never cool even she posted gets to it. do AEW and box. Oh, yeah. Bare knuckle. Yeah, that's another thing, dude. Watching Paige 
box with no fucking gloves on. What a beast. That's mm-hmm. some beast shit. Like, damn, you're crazy. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. When is that? When is that going down? Um, BKFC London, I'm not sure. But, That's the um, one with MVP. Yeah, and Mike Perry. Mike Perry. I also saw that Can't um, wait. BKFC just recently signed uh, uh, former UFC fighter Greg Hardy, mm. the heavyweight. Yes, I, I did see that, too. I don't know how that's going to go for him. We've seen him dropped a lot. Yeah. We've seen him dropped a lot. He's going to win a bout or get, two. Go get your bag, dude. Go, go get the bag. Oh, yeah. Go, go get don't, the don't listen bag. To, don't listen know? to my opinion. Get but that money. Go get the fucking money, dude. Don't bring your inhaler to the ring this time. <laughs> you remember that? Right. Don't bring your fucking inhaler. Yeah, he did get an inhaler. That was definitely illegal. Yeah. You Rule the no contest. You know it's not illegal, though? What's up? Chris Pratt talking shit about Izzy. So he all- Now it's time to talk MMA. It scared the fuck out of me. Did it lie. scare you, dude? Yeah, I wasn't it expecting was it. It was way louder than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> way so, louder. Now that we're on... <laughs> now that we're on MMA talk, let's um, dive into this. So what this is stemming from is in a post. Um, after the UFC 276... Uh, they were interviewing Chris Pratt and asking him his opinions on like the main event, and he kind of backhandedly felt like Izzy and Jared Cannonier didn't necessarily give the folks an entertaining bout. And we'll give our opinions on that in a little bit. Yeah, and so when he said that, he was basically insinuating that Izzy was boring, but yeah. it was backhanded. And then I saw either yesterday or today he went on Twitter. And then, like, Izzy had, like, subtweeted him, like, just said something, and then he responded to the subtweet and was like, you know what, I'm sorry, I don't like, yeah, when, people cri- sorry, I don't like when people criticize, like, my acting, so I, I completely understand. Now, to be fair... Call himself a hypocrite. I don't think Chris Pratt was wrong in criticizing Izzy's fight performance, however, um, it's, he's, he's correct, and it was appropriate that he apologized. Yeah. I completely resonate with branch. it. He extended the olive branch. It's like, Chris I'm sorry, Pratt. bro. We love Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, if I paid mad money for those seats and I saw that fight for the main event, I'd be sad, too. He Would might you? be an investor in WME, the parent company Even that after owns. seeing Brian Barbarana versus Robbie Lawler fucking throw it all out there? I mean, that was a good fight, but you expect, like, the main event it's Izzy, to be... Yeah, it's, yeah, you, it's Izzy, Jared Cannonier. You you want to see them throw hands. Yep. And, you know, we'll get into, you know, the we'll actual that, fight yeah. later. We'll, but we'll get into how they lost me money <laughs> later. <laughs> but I don't blame Chris Pratt, but it's good that he was... He apologized, and he was like, you know, I was wrong. My bad. Yep. Like, I think that's cool. Exactly. He used the bigger man about it. That's what yeah. you have to do in that situation, I think. And he's a good guy. If you don't like Chris Pratt, I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. Like, I agree. you not like Chris Pratt? It's Chris Pratt! It's yeah. Star-Lord. You Fucking know what I'm saying? Guardians dude. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Parks guys and from Rec. Parks and Rec, bro. Jurassic Fucking Park. Dude, he's from Parks and Rec, dude. Yeah. Jurassic, like. or, <laughs> Parks and Rec and Jurassic Park. Right? <laughs> All the parks. Dude. Jurassic Hits. Rec. Hits <laughs> only hits. The man only produces hits. And uh, speaking of hits, we got Giovanni Vargas waving off his own fight after getting cracked in the head by a head kick. How about that? I gotta show you guys this one. Yeah, I need to see you that. You guys haven't seen that one yet. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Let me pull it up. So Move he on. basically threw in the towel. He basically threw in his own towel. Was like, I'm good. This was cool. <laughs> this was cool. I trained a lot, but. It's I'm like good. Some miracle so this, is, this is it right here. We're gonna be watching this right here. So we got guys fighting him right here. Boom! Got that head kick. He said, "Ah, I'm good, dog." He looked Damn. like he, he said, looked like Chris Tucker. It literally stopped hour, him in like, his tracks. Which one of y'all just stopped me? him in his tracks? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much, dude. It literally stopped him, and he's just leaning against the cage. Bink. 
He's like, oh, fuck. He probably broke his, like, <laughs> he went, he went. his orbital or some shit. No mas. Oh, I want to see that slow-mo again. Yeah, no, that was, if I'm being honest. He got fucked Jesus. up. He, like, leaned into it, it looked like. Yeah, look, he's like, dude, that fucked me up. Like, oh, yeah, let's watch it one more time. Oh, oh yeah, he went into it. He literally caught Shin to the fucking face. This man grabbed the cage to yes, prevent from falling man. down. <laughs> He grabbed the cage so he would not go down. <laughs> Damn. I didn't notice that at Respect first. Respect to the dude that threw the head kick for not trying to follow up. Yeah, who is that? Because he could have probably fed him a Bexa couple more. Almakan. It, yeah, it's in some Bexa MMA organization Almakan. that I've never heard of, but there's a lot of local organizations yeah, like that. it's called Octagon 32. Whatever that event was, Octagon 32. Real simple. That's cool, though. You don't need... You just say the shape. Good for him. I mean, he saved himself some CTE. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't exactly. know if he saved it. He, he caught it. He would have got more CTE, <laughs> yeah, though. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> this man grabbed the cage and said, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> his, his life just flashed before his eyes. He's like, oh, my God. I might die. <laughs> Yo, that's what happens when you get a head kick to the fucking teeth, dude. That shit. Oh. Change your life. Change yeah. your life. Because you didn't even see it. You're like... What? Yeah. <laughs> you just got your hands up, and next thing you know, you're just like, Psh. it's like if when you get hit with a water balloon, you're like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? It's like I don't feel too good. Uh, uh, I wish I fucking showed Derek that one. Uh, that shit was funny. Here, I'm actually gonna show him. It's funny. It's too funny not to. Check out this, dude. You're gonna laugh. This guy waved off his own fight. Oh god damn it. This guy waved off his own fight after getting kicked in the fucking teeth. He grabbed the cage and said, I'm good. He's like, uh-uh. <laughs> that would be, am I, am I right, Derek? In the cage, right here. Derek's like, oh, yeah, no. probably. <laughs> oh, for sure, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> they go to touch gloves, he's like, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, one more time in slow-mo for Derek's you. like, I still get paid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Derek's like, I'm getting paid. He's huh? like, I made weight. Yeah. <laughs> and like how he grabbed the cage and was like, whoa. <laughs> it looked like he was levitating when he was like holding the cage. <laughs> he said, ah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Hey, uh, congrats to the dude getting the dub, though, with a nice head kick. I mean, you didn't even need the corner to call it off. No. You didn't need the ref to stop it. The guy that you were fighting was like, we're good. He yeah. might as well just put his hand out like, you have a good night. Just shakes his hand. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. All right, continuing the fighting talk, man. Let's get into these retires, huh? We got Jessica I retiring. We got Donald Cerrone retiring. Same night. Oh, my God. I, uh... It's sad to see Cerrone go. I was sad to see Cowboy retire. As soon as we seen the gloves coming off, we knew. When Joe Rogan says, are, we, are you really doing this? He didn't want it to be true. Yep. And like... Again, when uh, I said last pot, I was like, I'm excited for this fight, but it's the them going into the cage is bittersweet for me because that's one step closer to never seeing them fight again, and now I'll never see, like, I'll never see Cowboy fight again. Ever. We watched him I'm gonna fight. See, no, I'm going to see him head kick some, like, years. bad guys on, like, Hollywood movies. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, that's going to be badass. Yeah. Throw him on Yellowstone. That'd be fire. I'm glad That'd he's not fire. getting hit no more, honestly. We knew. He's got kids. He's got. He's and he said he doesn't love it anymore. That's exactly. He owes it. us nothing. He blessed us with his entire career, and so more power to you, man. It just. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. He's he's Mount Rushmore for entertaining fighters for me. <sighs> Mount fucking Rushmore, easy. 
I was sad. Well, he was literally like one of my first favorite fighters I've ever picked. Like dude, when I Colorado first started born? watching UFC, I was like, I like this dude. This dude is one of my guys. He's from Colorado. And that was like ten years ago. I was like, this guy's my guy. And fuck, now he's retiring. I'm like, oh. I had a lump in my Thank throat you, the whole time. <sighs> so he's. You guys think he's in the Hall of Fame? Instantly, yeah. yeah, he's gonna get sure. in. Yeah, next year when they do the next mm-hmm. induction, one of the most. I think he's like the second most wins in the UFC history now. Jim Miller is first, the guy he mm-hmm. beat him. Um, I honestly think both of them should get inducted. They it's will. so hard to get inducted in the Hall of Fame in the UFC, really? but I think I, why, if they don't, that would be a travesty. That would be he will. He has the most head kick wins in the UFC, most knockdowns. I think too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Cowboy's going. He has to. He he literally held like three records at once. Like he, yeah. WEC champ. So he was a champion under Zufa. Mm, you know who's not going to be in the Hall of Fame though? Who? And I hate to put it like that, but it was just such a good segue. Jessica. She retired yeah. the same night. You know what's rough? When you retire right before Cerrone retires, and then Cerrone retires, and then everyone forgets you retired. But everybody forgot Jessica I retired because Cerrone retired, I feel like. Poor mm. thing. I didn't so forget because she fought Macy Barber. Shout out Macy Barber. Shout Way out to win. Macy Barber. I love, I love you, Macy Yo, Barber. You're such a great fighter. The biggest simp in the world for Macy Barber, it's this guy right next to me. I'm a simp for any like attractive females that could just like take my head off. He told me like six times she was gorgeous. She's very <laughs> and I agreed with him. I mean, and she fought well. Dime piece, dude. Dime piece fighting. Mm-hmm. Makes her a fucking quarter. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> going back to Jessica, I, yeah, that's that's tough to... There's not very many fighters that you could choose a night to not want to retire on the same night as, and he was one of them. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck! But I bet after she was like, fuck! More power to her, though. Like, she, same same nah. exact thing. I mean, we're talking about it still. We remembered at least. Well, um, speaking of that, a uh, recent retiree, I want to say last event, um, Felice Herring, she re- she retired. Yep. And she's like, I'm going to do my next career thing. So from what she's I... She's like, I love OnlyFans. Thanks, well, so she's So she's doing OnlyFans, and now she's signed to BKFC. I'm like, what really? the fuck? Like, you didn't she's retire. She's BKFC, too? Yeah, I'm like, you didn't Whoa, retire. You just took a... Breaking news. You just took a higher step in competition in terms of danger. In terms of danger, <laughs> Yeah. Like, Those are two jobs that are very conflicting. Yeah. Use OnlyFans to sell your pretty face, and then you fuck up your pretty face. I don't know. Fighting. There yeah. could be some. Fuck it. Yeah. I guarantee she's like, fuck you. If she heard that, she'd probably beat my ass. She'd kill yeah. me. She would kill all of us. Police hearing. She was in that one fight when that girl, like, like shit herself in the ring. You don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. I think I remember that too. That was yeah, gross. Winston remembers that one. We're all, hey, Winston, come watch MMA. He's like, what's that? <laughs> Shit's in the ring. Yeah. I'm like, is, I think we're all like, is that shit? <laughs> we were super confused. See? Little bulldog. I don't Damn, even... that's crazy. Shout out to Felice Herrick. Yeah, go get the bag. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. I was just joking. Don't hate me. Um, don't punch me. <laughs> don't punch me in the mouth and break my teeth. Um... <laughs> That's great. BKFC is signing so many good fucking fighters, dude. Love to see it. They have I events all the time. Too. I I like watching BKFC. Do you like BKFC, Winston? I don't even know what that is, bro. Bare, bare knuckle, knuckle fighting oh, championship. Okay, okay. Yeah, the bare knuckle. That's boxing. what I thought, but I haven't watched it. I think that's a little too gruesome for me personally. You think so? Because I think so. I mean, that's like someone could die. I'm sure someone has died. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. died in a I'm hospital bed the night after they got TKO. Exactly, yeah. bro. If someone's got, in BKFC, in BKFC, someone yeah. could die in the UFC. 
That could happen. A boxer could die in boxing, exactly. All recently. In boxing, it happens all the time. But when you're bare-knuckle fighting, bro, chances of someone dying heightened extremely. I'm not going to pay to see someone potentially die. One of the things the face cuts. Um, Face cuts get gruesome. I love watching it. I have a... I have a, a good retort for that, though. So I agree it's way more gruesome, and the the ceiling for um, injury is way higher in BKFC, I would say, at least for your, like, face impacts. But would that, you say the violence is more? I would say it's definitely more violent, okay. but, like, hear me out. This was when um, Big John McCarthy was helping make MMA rules, and he wanted MMA to feature the MMA-like gloves. They tried to say that um, the MMA-like glove was uh, counterintuitive, and it would lessen the blow of the punch. And he's like, all right, well, here's a demonstration. Puts the glove on. Punch the table as hard as you can comfortably without hurting your hand. Take the glove off. Punch it the same as, as hard. Are you going to punch a face as hard when you don't have that, like, cushion? So you're going to – you might throw way egregiously harder if you have that cushion. The blow is going to be relative. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, you can say that, but when your adrenaline's pumping all crazy, you're not – and you're fighting for your life. You're not well, yeah, thinking I, about how hard you're going to throw. Like, I don't want to throw too hard. Well, yeah, you're you don't throw as hard as you can. There's some boxers, though, when you're training for 12-round um, bouts, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, boxers say it all the time, like, I don't put more than 70% power on my punches because I know i got to go 12 rounds. You know, they, they yeah, don't head more hunt. fatigue. That is, that's exactly what that's correlated to. But I, the reason I'm mentioning that, though, is because they do have to be calculated with how hard they plan on hitting. Some boxers who, like, break their fists left and right, like Deontay Wilder, he's going to be hesitant to throw his hard as he knows he can because he's just shattered his fist a couple of times yeah so i think it goes both ways is really what i'm saying yeah but i completely concur that it's way more violent bkfc it's like gets violent man you just i love watching it though man they have some fucking awesome i've seen a couple things where there's like a a ring of hay like they have like bales of hay is the ring and like yeah that's the videos i've seen that's not the real BKFC. that sounds like that's not the real bfc this is just like some other shit but they're like rough and rowdy. sounds like street beef rough and rowdy yeah they're bare knuckle i mean street the kimbo beef. slice shit like that was bare knuckle and they were going that crazy that was fire too like, that exactly. was so do you guys remember the kimbo vids oh, those yeah. were so OG. fire that's where jorge got famous from yeah. right yep. yo yeah. rest in peace rip kim legend. yeah kimbo uh, r.i.p kimbo when he got into ufc that's like really when i started to like pay attention to the ufc when kimbo slice got into the ufc Yo, that was the, the best um, best viewership Ultimate Fighter season ever was the season he was on. And that was also the season that featured Brennan Schaub. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was Not a great UFC fighter. But Not the best. Everyone was scared to scrap with him. So they took him <laughs> down. Literally every single fight he had, everyone took him down. <laughs> the, the, I watched. Did you hear about no, his... No, so I seen him get knocked out by fucking... An Elite XC? Yeah. So here's that's a funny story. Stand-up so. knockout. Oh, and really? So, you were just like, oh, fuck. Nice. Like, so okay. Dude just cracked him. What happened is he fought an Elite XC. That was the first MMA organization that I'm aware of that got a hold of him. He got some bouts in there. Like, he fought this one bigger dude. I can't remember his name. Fucked him and he, up. His, his um, cauliflower ear burst in fight. From Kimbo. And so they had to stop that fight. But um, the fight that, I'm, that he's referring to, his opponent had to pull out and didn't want to admit it and admitted it once they already went live on the pay-per-view for Elite XC. So they went into the crowd and fought the closest lightweight fighter that they could. His name was Seth Petrozelli. He had colored hair. Seth Petrozelli went in as a fan. They asked him to be in the main event against Kimbo, and he knocked him out in like 48 seconds. It was like crazy. Kimbo knocked him out? No, he knocked out I'll Kimbo. Off, really. He I'll basically hopped off the bench like, you know how hockey will pull like stands yeah. to go play like the goalie or whatever because their goalie's injured? He basically did that. On a pay-per-view he was attending, a night of, and fucking knocked him out. Oh, and yeah. when that happened, the whole MMA community's value for Kimbo was just like, 
That's why he had to go on the Ultimate Fighter. They couldn't just push him onto the UFC. And he was old when and he went on there. He was like 37. It was Dana awesome. had a, the end of his career. Dana had an illogical agenda to try to like, like sabotage him because Dana thought that um, Kimbo posed a threat to the legitimacy of MMA because if some dude could come in off the streets and just take over, that it makes the guys who've been training their whole lives look like it, it's all for nothing. Yeah. So. The UFC did everything in their power to give him the worst matchup on that Ultimate Fighter. They gave him Roy Nelson. <clears throat> Check this out, Winston. So we got the fight up. Who is he fighting again? What's his Seth Petrozelli. Seth Petrozelli versus Kimbo Slice. Elite XC. He came in as a fan for this event. Here it comes. Where? Yep. Bink, oh. bink, 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 bink. Just right on the side of the head, man. Yeah. Put him out. Put his lights out. Kimbo was just too aggressive. Too aggressive, and he shot. He shouldn't have. Sh- why did you shoot? I don't yeah. know why he shot. He. I thought he got rocked by a, a left when um, Seth had one leg in the air. You'll see. He's got a leg in the air. Watch his left hand. Boom. Oh, no. Yeah. It, was, it was a right, I think, if actually. Goes, yeah, yeah, right on the a chin. A little brief right. Right on the chin. It's easy. Right on the chin. Get out of here. That's what fucked him up. Yep. So, I mean, fuck. Rest in peace, Kimbo. We were yeah. talking about rest in peace. Now we're watching him get knocked out. <laughs> right. Uh, do you remember Dude, when he fuck. fought Dada Five Thousand in Bellator? Oh man, and Dada had a heart attack. Yeah, and he like he said. like almost legally died in a hospital bed the next day because making weight to get in shape for that fight almost <laughs> killed him. <laughs> God damn it, Dada! That was the worst fight ever. Too. Yeah, hands down. That you, know you know what? Not is not going to be a uh, bad fight though. Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad. That got announced. Bro, that just got oh, announced today. Fuck. Let me see what card that's. What on. does Bilal have to do to get a fucking title shot though? That's God. I agree. What does Bilal have to He's do just to get in a, a title shot? Jesus Christ. So that's in October 22nd in Abu Dhabi. That, that, that bout at, at UFC. Give me one sec. 281. That's a minute away. Um, I love both of these fighters. I I just can't bet against Bilal, but Sean Brady has is just a juggernaut, bro. It's hard. This How are you going to beat Sean Brady? Is I don't question. care who wins this fight. I love them both. I absolutely love them both. And again, if Bilal wins this and you don't give him a title shot, what is what do you want him to do? You're like, what do you expect him to do? He's just winning. What do you, the yeah, only what lo- do you have to do? The only demerit that. is when he got poked in the eye real bad by fucking um, Leon Edwards, and they had to stop the they fight. Had to stop it! Ah, oh, that's like oh, speaking of eye pokes, though. <laughs> speaking of eye pokes too, Sean O'Malley's eye poke. Um, how about before we before okay, we sorry. touch on that, yeah. let's talk about Michael Chandler's ass, huh? Oh, okay. So you start First, with the popular culture. Let's and I'll follow up. Actually, I want to switch it. You start with the 276 because okay, happened first. Perfect. Okay, so at UFC 276, um, there's a video that was posted. I believe Dustin Poitier reposted it. Um, all a Gilbert lot of, Burns filmed that. So a lot of uh, the lightweight divisions killers were all present for this event. Like, um, but anyway, so Dustin, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was due to interaction or like passing or what, but he started Something. talking shit to Michael Chandler. And they were like physically Pointing at him. They were separated by like a barrier and some security. So they <laughs> weren't they weren't security. nose they There's were not like nose 10. to nose. There was no real instant threat of danger. Like if sure it would have been if they were standing it next to each Dustin other. It was just Dustin pointing at him basically. But if I'm not mistaken in the video, it's really hard to hear because of the audience noise, but Dustin I feel like he's yelling, You're fake as shit, you're fake as shit or something to that he's saying fake for sure. And I'm I'm I think he's alluding to how um Michael Chandler tries to be this like I think some people like a him. People say him fake. and Josh Thompson say that like he puts on this facade that he's this like really nice dude and he's like really caring and all that. But once you actually interact with him or train with him, he's kind of a douchebag, I guess. Which mm. I have no way to legitimize those claims, but I do think that this is Dustin trying to stir a marketing pot to fight him. 
I think that's what Dustin it's wants. A smart move. And the thing about it is he called out Dustin. That was the first fight he wanted after he beat Dan Hooker in the UFC. Mm. But Dustin was already lined up with Connor. That was already a done deal. Already done. So he kind of knew that was like a – he was wasting energy doing that. And, and it, who was the backup for that fight? Michael Chandler. Yeah, he was contracted, got paid fight weight and like uh, the mm. equivalent of a fight purse just to be there and just in mm. case, which I commend the UFC for doing that because I'm tired Dope. of them canceling cards. It's fucking annoying. Khabib and Tony taught us that we needed that all along. That's why <laughs> Al Ayakinta fought Khabib. Like, yeah. <laughs> he but, got rocked. He got his shit rocked. But, um, so yeah, I think that, I, I don't, I don't know. I believe just, um, Dustin was legitimate in his claims of calling him fake. But I also think Dustin's not the type of dude to stir the pot if he's not trying to get a fight. So I don't think Dustin would have done that under he, any yeah, other circumstances. I 100% like, agree. Michael Chandler doesn't, like, introduce, like, um, Tony Ferguson to the shadow realm and is just a trending fighter at this moment that they're both ranked um, near each other, both lost to Oliveira. Dustin doesn't do that. So, like... If yeah, it wasn't all of those circumstances, Dustin wouldn't do that. If yeah. like if Tony beat Homie, maybe they would have been advocating for that. But I believe Dustin's rematching Gaethje, which is cool. I love that fight. But there's a lot of other fights I would have rather seen, like Dustin Chandler. We haven't got that yet. And we already know Chandler's going to show up with an entertaining fight. Chandler's one step away from the title. He needs one more win, then he gets a title shot. I agree, but so who, I, who is... Like, I don't know. Um, I think it's he hard. called out um, Makachev for... Who's the? Isn't Islam. that his name? Islam, Islam. Makhachev? Is that the lightweight? I confuse all those names. I can't remember. There's so many fucking. The one that Khabib so trains at lightweight, and I don't want to butcher your name and conflate you with like the light heavyweight. I think it's. I think it's Islam Makhachev. That. So um, Michael said he would be down to fight him. That'd be great. I don't Islam's know. Islam's a hard fucking fight. But I think <laughs> you'd th- be Islam. I think what I think his strengths are also Chandler's strengths in a lot of ways, and I think. Just strengths in and of itself. I think Chandler's the stronger man, for sure. Come fight night, he's going to weigh significantly more than Islam mm. would. Like, I think that's a pick em fight, though, as far as odds. Because I could not bet against those homies. It's but be hard to bet on. Michael Chandler's best odds to win that is he's going to probably try to implement his right hand. and not. I don't think getting taken down is his problem. When wrestlers fight wrestlers, we get, we get stand-up spectaculars. You we know do. what I'm saying? And So who knows? But if it's going to be that Dagestani... Like kill squad wrestling versus like collegiate um, slash MMA wrestling, that would still be I'd take my money for that. Like, uh, let's just hope <laughs> he doesn't walk out to fucking Britney Spears, huh? Because this motherfucker singing it, uh, singing that shit in the Mass Singer. We had Michael Chandler singing "Hit Me Baby One More Time." In the I didn't Mass even, Singer. I didn't even watch that, but that's hilarious. Um, I'm kudos to up. you to be even at a celebrity status to be eligible for that show. <laughs> Good for you. They're probably like, only way you're doing this is if you sing Britney Spears. He's like, fuck. Don't do it. We were going to have Tony Ferguson come up here, but he was just going to do like some weird shit, and you beat him. So. Let's hear what this dude sounds like. Dude, Michael Chandler's out here. Not good. This is your boy. Is he a truck? He's a boombox, I think. He is a boombox. Or it's a face. Just a big face. Those are either speakers or eyeballs. This motherfucker sucks ass at singing. I mean, he... But he does baptize. (laughs) Why does he have that weird voice on? Bro, just worry about head kicks and takedowns. Don't sing. He's trying to be a pop star. Leave him alone. I'm not hating. I was just saying. You're an expert at what you're an expert at. (laughs) No, yeah. I'm just stuck to it. Was that good, Derek? 
Derek loved it. Hey. Derek, Derek fucks with Michael Chandler. Oh yeah, he should. <laughs> I mean, he's getting famous. Like, I mean, we're yeah. talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna just, sell more fights. Like, I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it is not a good look, but it's a look, <clears throat> which is all that matters nowadays. I mean, I I stand by my statement. He's one of the most entertaining fighters in the sport right now. Yeah, and you can blame that on his UFC highlight reel. He's either like knocking out champions almost. Or he's knocking out past champions. There's like not much in between. Or getting knocked out of a competition. Hey. Oh. Or he's fighting. I guarantee with, you, he got knocked or out. Or he's getting that. fight of the year with Justin Gaethje. <laughs> one no. of the two. One of the two. You know, it's not going to get fight of the year. Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz. Okay. How about we get into these uh, fights we watched this like last weekend? Um, starting with that one. Let's just talk of the main card, and we'll just briefly talk about the prelims as well because honestly let's start with the prelims because they were pretty great they were pretty great i I must say i'm gonna pull up the fight poster. yeah i'm pulling it up too <clears throat> did you like the card winston um i did i thought it was good um was i don't good think too. i watched the prelims i didn't watch till i got mm-hmm. to y'all's to your house so so i'm gonna quickly go through all of the wins and what happened <clears throat> the matches and what happened so First one, we had Jessica Rose Clark. I know we had Winston had some money on her on the uh, parlay. He built the immediately. first leg. Yep. The first leg that was snapped just like her arm by <sighs> Julia Stolarenko. She snapped Jessica Rose Clark's arm in 42 seconds in the first round. Yeah. Boy, were we wrong on that one, huh? Boy, were gross. we wrong. But I think we were just too hype on the, uh, uh, the HBK Michaels. walkout. So that sh- was still iconic. Mm-hmm. Shout out WWE. They had Vince McMahon and then Stephanie McMahon. And Triple H yeah, in that bitch. And Triple H and um what's his name? Uh he had the neck brace on. Um Paul McAfee. Yeah, Pat uh, McAfee. Pat, Pat McAfee. Pat yeah, McAfee. Not Paul. <laughs> Shout out um Pat McAfee. But no. I was hyped and then like the all the little WWE themes that kind of like cross over yeah, into the dope. MMA, I just absolutely love. So today, you know I had to represent. Just let's go. He had to wear it. He had to wear it. So after that first fight, we had another flyweight bout in the women's division, and that is Jessica I versus Macy Barber. Macy Barber pieced her up. Oh, yeah. And made Jessica I retire, man. After that, we had Andre Muniz versus Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. Ended up in a decision. Ended up in a decision on that one. I was actually kind of surprised. Uriah Hall getting dominated by Andre Muniz. Yeah. This guy's the real deal. After that, we had uh, Driscus Duplessis versus Brad Tavares, ending up in a decision. Um, Driscus Duplessis just—I mean, I—I I fucked his last name up just now, but he fucked him up. He fucked him up pretty good. Another decision. Ian Gary, another decision against Gabe Gabe Green, fucked him up again. Oh, we yeah. had a lot of dominant decisions, um, but after that, we had Jim Miller submitting Donald Cerrone and retiring. Donald Cerrone in the second round, one minute thirty two seconds. Whew. So a couple of comments. Uh yeah, give me some comments on So those. Connor shouted out Ian Gary. So I that's, mean that's huge. That's the homie. Yeah. That's the homie. They they've been homies. Yeah, fighting out of Ireland, you pretty much have to be, but yeah. that's Dublin. huge. Gary is as long as he just keeps doing what he's doing, he's like I think the second youngest fighter on the roster. Ten and oh. Dude, he was pretty good. He so was, I was impressed. He so helped, athletic. Helped out my parlays, man. And we'll go. We'll get to these bets here in a sec. Yeah, he helped out my parlays. Driscus Duplessis did great. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little scared in the first round, first two rounds maybe, but mm-hmm. 
once he started taking over, he started taking over. Brad yep. Tavares just didn't have an answer for him after after a while. It just Driscus just kept putting the pressure on, and then Muniz and Uriah Hall. <sighs> what are we gonna do for Uriah, man? Eighteen and eleven though. Yeah. When the fuck were we ever gonna think Uriah Hall would be eighteen and eleven? If you asked me this like ten years ago, I'd be like, oh no, this guy's got the fucking future almost. He yeah. fought. He fought Anderson. He fucked up Anderson. What what happened to him? Because I remember he was really good back in the day, like you said. And yeah, it sounds like I he's just fallen off. He's fought the who's who's. So it's that's what it is. He's fought the who's who's. He just this last year, he was supposed to fight Andre Muniz in April. Got canceled. He was supposed to fight Sean Strickland in August last year. Got canceled. So that's just that's a nice layoff right there. He fought Sean Strickland July thirty first, twenty twenty one. Sean Strickland won by decision. He got KO'd by Chris Weidman in April last year. No, he KO'd. Oh, he KO'd. Oh, sorry. I Weidman's leg broke. Yeah, yeah, Weidman's leg definitely broke in half. Oh, my. <laughs> it's just been like, so, so he doesn't fight that often. He KO'd Anderson. He's had a lot of fights canceled. Like, Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo Souza canceled May 9th, 2020. August 22nd, 2020. Yoel Romero canceled. Does he get hurt a lot and then canceled or what? I don't know. I, it's it's hard to say, but um, an evaluation I think was a turning point in his career. Is like okay, so he has fought a lot of who's who's, as Ricky has said, and he fought Chris Weidman before Chris Weidman had earned his title shot with Anderson. And when he took the belt and retained it against Anderson, he was completely undefeated, like wrestling beast. So he went up against a wrestler, and he just got put on his back for 15 minutes. Didn't really know what he was doing. And I think what happened was is he became. I don't know if I'm going to be using this word correctly, but I think he became a victim of confirmation bias, per se, because he thought, or maybe he wasn't a victim, per se, because he thought that, like, all that I've been doing to get to where I'm at in my career has been striking-oriented, and I finally go up against, like, a world-class grappler, and he just neutralized me. It wasn't even fun. So he then, I think, started to cater his training more so or more so to, like, grappling-heavy, mm-hmm. and yeah. he forgot what got him to the dance, which was his striking. You shouldn't ignore... Your, your like strengths but i think he really honed in on his weaknesses and i think that was like a perfect storm for him to just kind of like start to question his identity in fighting and i don't gotcha. think he questions being a fighter i just think he's fought who's who's and it's really hard to have a winning record against the dudes he's fought where does he go from here 18 11 don't don't cut him to look at but he could go to another organization like pfl string three four fights together win their little playoffs and then he's a millionaire just mm. off of that like there's a lot of opportunity in mma right now he it could is. go to bellator again i don't want to advocate for him leaving the ufc but if he so chose to continue fighting he has multiple avenues that would be super happy to have him and bellator had him for one bout a long time ago when it was run by bjorn remney mm. pre-scott coker era. pre-scott coker Mm-hmm. Pre to Coke. You're right, hold, hold. He's in his later 30s. He's older. Oh, yeah, he's probably he's like 36, now. 37, dude. Oh, he's getting damn. there. But MMA Prime is like 34, Here, which is weird. Up. I'll look mm-hmm. it up. Hold Unless on. you're John Jones. Yeah. Uriah Hall age. Let's see. I said 37. You said 37. What's your guess? 35. Well, Dave's right. 37. <laughs> 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 we were cl- you were close, Winston. It's all good. But I'm, again, I'm going to reiterate. Uh, what do we do with... Uriah Hall now. What do we do with him? I don't know. I don't know what we do with him. That's, what does he want to do? <sighs> right. Does he want to be a gatekeeper? Because he hovers top 10 in welterweight. I believe he is still top 10. Mm-hmm. Which is hard to he believe. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He's too inactive. 
Uh, other than that, though, Macy Barber just putting on a show, as she always does. Putting on a show against Jessica I. I mean, what what else do we have to say? What else do we have to say? I mean, Macy Barber did her damn thing. And nothing nothing to be said about JRC. Sorry about your arm, chick. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Moving on to uh, Jim Miller, Donald Cerrone, though. Ah, the sub. Second round sub. My mans didn't see it coming. It hurt. It hurt. It was a good fight, though. It was good. It was good until that happened. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everyone was sad. So uh, we didn't know who was going to get the first to 17 losses. And we see Donald Cerrone getting that first 17. Yeah. He's fought 55 times professionally. (sighs) So insane. So insane. What a guy, huh? Fucking hey. He's an urban legend. We don't need anything else from him. I'm going to be happy to see him. He's a brand ambassador for combat sports for sure. Moving on, though. (laughs) Moving on, though. Brad Riddell versus Jalen Turner. What did I tell you guys about Jalen Turner last week? What did I tell you? Beat his ass. He fucked him up in 45 seconds. Oh, my. Pieced him up on the stand-up and then just looked like a demon on the ground. And he didn't wind up at all. That was just nasty. Who's stopping Jalen Turner? He's so huge for the division. A a lightweight who's 6'3". What the fuck? Oh, It's long as fuck. Just oh my! So I don't see him I mean, losing. We cashed in on Jalen Turner, obviously, with that one. We'll get into the bets here in a second. Um, unfortunately, Lauren Murphy and Misha Tate were supposed to be on this card too, forcing us to get Sean O'Malley and Pedro Munoz for the first main event bout, ending in a fucking eye poke. So, um, ending in an eye poke. Before we get into the eye poke, with a scratched cornea. Before we get into the ending, how do you think, how did you kind of score the fight? It was The first round was a toss-up for me. First round was a toss-up for me. It was so, hard to judge. I, I'm in the same boat. It's hard to assess because from what I remember from the first round, it was just Munoz was gauging distance and throwing a lot of leg kicks. And then O'Malley threw a few like random leg kicks and punches. O'Malley checked quite a few of those leg kicks. Quite a few. So yeah. it's like. If, let's say, and this is something I was really concerned about because I'm trying to think about it from the perspective of Dana White and what he does with Sean O'Malley because I doubt this fight gets remade. It's not getting remade. Exactly. So, like, as unfortunate as it is, um, Sean O'Malley's definitely going to get a better opponent probably. Like, they're going to treat <laughs> O'Malley give, like... They're going to treat it like he won, basically. They're going to give him a higher opponent. So, and then on top of that, like... Um, I home, think. Like, Munoz is still going to get a top 10 rank opponent for his next opponent that'll be ranked higher than him out mm. of respect, but, like... I look at it like if you do take it as, like, Munoz won that round, and let's say the fight went 15 minutes, and let's say that that was the narrative of the fight, well, I'm not, I don't think you deserve a better fight, per se, if in 15 minutes all you did to defend your number 10 spot was throw 50 leg kicks, of which maybe, like, 20 didn't get checked. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that's not the best narrative to build, like, to earn brownie points for your career. Is it his responsibility to win in an entertaining fashion? No, it's not, but, like... I just would it not. It was just getting started. Do you think too, Dana yeah. was going to promote Munoz if he would have won after that? And let's say it went that whole round, and then yeah, and then af- after that, I think Dana would have talked shit, but personally, because Dana likes to promote. His. I think anybody who beats O'Malley has that O'Malley chip, the IB O'Malley chip on their shoulder. But I think O'Malley's treating it now like if you've seen his tweets, like, oh, like yeah. the Sugar Sean Athletic Commission. 
handed um, Munoz a fat fucking L or whatever. Like his, he's treating yeah. it humorously. Yeah, I mean, that's a stick. That's a stick. He's, but he needs to do that. Think, think about it. If they, he would have lost, uh, O'Malley would have done the same thing. He would have been, he would have been like, I'm 13 and 0 instead of 11 and 2 or whatever his current record is. You know what I'm saying? He would have been like, I lost to a dude who tried to kick me for 15 minutes and three judges thought that that was the fight. You know what I, mean? uh, it, I wish it would have just went. I wish we would have seen it go down. Like we no. didn't even really get to see much. Like each other was downloading each other in the first round. Like there wasn't that much action. Then we started heating up in the round two. I poke. My thing is, did you see Pedro's eye before the poke? He got punched in the eye really hard before that. Yeah, poke. and really hard before that poke. And we can all watch it. You guys can go back and actually look at it. So, Pedro, I suggest you go check that out. You got popped in the fucking eye before that. And my thing is, he's all focusing on the poke, the poke, the poke, bro. The poke, did, like, your eyelid was closed, dude. No. I don't give a fuck how much it pressed in, bro. I could press in my eye pretty hard. Yeah, it hurts, bro. But is it cutting my cornea? No. Um, so but my thing didn't... is, he... No. Okay, so I'm not... In, I don't want to say it like that. He got a scratch cornea. He even released his medical reports. You didn't even have to do that. Like, I believed you when you said you had one, but it helps when you release that type of shit because people really know. Do I think the scratch cornea is from the eye poke or your punch? I have no idea. I'm not in there. I'm not a professional. Would I take that eye poke like a bitch? Yes, I'm a little bitch. I'm a pussy. You'd be my ass. But (sighs) I made – so check it out, dude. So I made a tweet on Twitter replying to MMA Fighting's one of their articles talking about Pedro Munoz saying that he scratches cornea. Well, I fucking, being the little white knight pussy I am, I fucking, I found the picture of when DC got poked by mm-hmm. Stipe and man's whole finger was in his eye. Mm-hmm. DC had a fat fucking lump from that bitch on his shit. Guess what? DC went to a decision and yeah. fucking fought out that whole fight. He didn't win, but he still fucking fought the whole fight. Is that a championship belt, though? It's for a yes. fucking it was for a championship, yeah, so which it makes different. it a little different. makes yeah. it a little different. I mean, you all want to fight to see another day. I mean, this is only three-round fight against someone who's unranked, so I understand, which you're not even getting paid that much. I understand. I understand. But I didn't think this fucking tweet would get so much traction, bro. It was kind of crazy. Like, I just tweeted it just fucking because I never really, like, tweet like that, but I did, and it got, like, 250 likes, fucking... <laughs> 30 replies oh, yeah. <laughs> people being like fuck you you fucking like who are you it, it wasn't even like that they were just like yo they're like how could you compare that like just shit like that you know That's everyone true. just stating their opinions yeah 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 I still stand by it because <sighs> I don't know and maybe I don't I don't know it's hard for me to say because I'm not in there I don't know I don't know what his eye felt like he said he couldn't see yeah <sighs> if I'm Pedro Munoz and I'm going in there with one eye against one of the best strikers in the division. Get knocked out. Do I want to continue? No. I don't blame so him. So I don't blame him at all. Yeah. Honestly, probably a smart decision by Munoz. His eye after looked fucked up. The next day it looked fucked up. But is that from the punch before? Yeah. And can we stop fights after you get punched in the eye now? <sighs> That's my... Like, I don't know. I just wish they would run it back. Or, like, I just wish it didn't happen, really. Yeah. So, As fans, I really we feel robbed. Yeah, so, I, we felt robbed. That's... And so, ultimately, he's the one that called the fight. So, we feel... We put the blame on him. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I think he got poked in the eye. I think it's genuine. I don't think he would... He yeah, wants to go win ge- that fight. It's genuine. And I fucking... The tweet that I made, too, I forgot exactly what I said, but... I can't even find it anymore. How do you feel about O'Malley's right. comments after the fight? They asked him if they thought he was looking for a way out, and O'Malley responded 100%. Yeah. He was just like, look at that first round. He threw like a bunch of leg kicks, and I checked every one of them. He didn't touch me. Yeah. I was punching him. He didn't touch me. Uh, he didn't check all of them. He, he didn't, didn't check, check majority, all of them. He checks 
90, 80% of them? You eight and 80 like, to 90% of them? Yeah, like four out of five. They didn't look like they hurt him at all. Yeah. The bigger shots that landed in the whole fight was, was that fucking shot to his eye. Just yeah. saying. Not the poke, but the actual punch. Like, go back and watch it, guys. I just think that O'Malley doesn't lose any brownie points from that outcome, but he, he definitely doesn't gain any, and I think Munoz yeah. lost brownie points, unfortunately. It the, sucks. Munoz the, is a good fighter, too. Well, Fairweather fans are just going to have that assumed mantra that, like, aren't fighters supposed to be, like, durable badasses? Which, to be fair, like, how are you going to you gonna tell a baseball player to go compete when, like, he has a scratched retina? My thing is, yeah, again, see, again. Like, do but, never tell someone to go fight Sean O'Malley with one eye. Fuck but, that. Fuck like, that. So I the, would never. The fact that when they use... Um, what was that? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. When they use replay, typically the, the act of a ref confiding in replay will end the fight they mm. typically that's like the, that's the stop in the action the fight is over there but it's unfortunate i don't mm. think he was looking for a way out at all i just right. i just think that his eye was fucked up so moving on moving on we all have our opinions go check out that tweet and honestly i wish we could run it back we're not going to we're not going to see that fight again i don't think i'm looking forward to both of these guys next fight but yeah. other than that we saw brian barbarina knock out robbie lawler in the second round Winning me some money. Let's go. That was a really good fight. That was, was the best fight of the amazing night. Amazing fight. Yeah, probably the best fight of the night. They went fucking in. They went fucking in. Yeah. Barbarina uh, looked like he was going to lose. And then, yeah. It was crazy. And then dude. he came back. It was back, some back and forth shit. Barbarina does that, too. He gets hit, but... Robbie still got it. Robbie, st- Robbie still does get... Dude, that's what we were saying when we were watching the fight. We were like, holy he looks so fuck, good. Robbie yeah. looks good. He, he looked did. so good. <laughs> we were like, oh, my God. Uh, and then he got TKO'd. Damn it. It was a good-ass fight. Though. It was a good fight. I mean, we kind of see all these legends. This is kind of how the how it goes, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the old legend, but we've been watching him fight forever. Father time will come get you. It will, dude. And then, speaking of father time, Alex Fajeda stopping the clock with Sean Strickland. Strickland, which we fucking barely shout missed. Out, shout out our fucking... Uh. We just had a glitch in the internet, and we missed the knockout right before it happened. We ended up having to watch the replay. We were all bummed after that. Um, but... Alex Fajeda knocked him out in the first round, two minutes and 36 seconds. Sean didn't even see it fucking coming. Um, it was crazy. Did you see, um, I'll, I'll be brief with it, did you see Brendan Schaub's most recent reaction to not only the knockout, which he was impressed by, but like Brendan Schaub basically went on, on his podcast and said that like the UFC is short-tracking Pereira to fight Izzy because yeah. there's no one to, f- to feed Izzy. Izzy, yeah, so we like, all see this. And yeah. he's saying like this is like... He thinks that Pereira's going to get fucked up when he fights Izzy. Fuck yeah, he is. So, like, honestly, like, I... I agree. I don't know who's going to win that bout, but I, I'm i glad they're fast-tracking him, because I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to yeah. see it. Let's see it. But, yeah, so Alex Fajeda knocking out another fucking two fights in the UFC, and you're going to be getting a title shot. His Whoa. left hand is just lethal. It's lethal. Uh, Izzy's going to fuck him up, though, I think. Izzy's a way better fighter than he used to when he was getting knocked out. He's a better fighter, but I would say it's just standalone striking. If they rematched in kickboxing, I think the potato would win again. Really? Yeah. We'll have to get into that later. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to get into that next week. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got Alexander Volkanovsky winning against Max Holloway. A very unanimous decision. He literally starched his ass. Did you see he broke um, his right, uh, I think, thumb Thumb. in, um, in that fight? He probably did it on that punch that, like, punctured dude's whole like eyebrow that cut was nasty yeah, that was dude. fucked up the the cut man was literally putting the whole q-tip inside of the cut in between his eyebrow like, was split bro <laughs> dude, that was fucked up max has a scar for the rest of his life oh for sure easy but shout out him not getting knocked out but that's he's getting the shit beat out <laughs> he was dude max has a chin he's never been knocked down i don't think in ufc never but that's one way 
to punctuate that trilogy and those like Max can earn a title shot again. No one really is paying to see that no, fight again. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think I, I don't want to see that fight again. It's over. It it's, hurt. The feud's over. The feud is completely over. Shout out Volk, that fucking juggernaut of a man. <laughs> yeah. Pound for pound right now, I that would guy's say. scary. He's in the talks for pound for pound. I, I think, think he's it, two now. Kamaro. Yep. Kamaro Usman, Alexander Volkanovsky, and, um, um, fuck, who am I, who am I, um, Israel Adesanya. Um, speaking of him, winning against Jared, Jared Cannonier and a little bit of a snoozer, you know what I'm saying, but. Definitely yeah, I kind of, I kind of blame Jared, dude. I kind of blame Jared Cannonier for not pushing to, the pace because yep. yeah. we all know it's your responsibility as a challenger to come at him. I mean, the champ has his game plan. We all know what his game plan against you was going to be. You kind of needed to. It's his game plan is the same against you. Everybody, his, he fights the style. Like, yeah, it's a counter puncher. He that's pound for pound rankings. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It. I did not expect this fight to go the way it did, and let me pull up my bets because we'll go over those real quick too. I did. I, I didn't expected expect a snooze it. fest. I didn't expect this. I uh, I expected it to not finish the uh, to go to its decision. Actually, mm-hmm. I uh, bet for it to. Fuck! God damn it! And Jarek's his name, right? Jared Cannonier Jared. versus. So if Jared would have been really aggressive, it probably would have ended ended in a knockout because Izzy would have counterpunched him. But Mm -hmm. he just wasn't aggressive enough because he was scared. I don't blame him for being scared. I don't think he was scared. He was just way too timid. I think Uh, it was the stage got to him. Being like the main event fight is a title fight. It was the most important competition that he'd ever signed up for, so it had a lot of pressure. But, like, I don't know. If you take it to Izzy and you you just take it to him, you know what I'm saying? You get the Kelvin Gastelum fight all over again. Like, Izzy will walk in fire if you are good enough to make him walk in fire. But yeah. none of these dudes are doing that. And then, like, I kind of knew going into that fight that Jared Cannonier hadn't fought Izzy yet. Jared Cannonier was ranked below Robert Whitaker, lost to Robert Whitaker. Whitaker fought Izzy. And Izzy won via decision. So, like, that was kind of a we-have-no-one-else-to-feed-Izzy fight. Again, that's why, like, if Sean Strickland won... We would be replaying that media coverage over and over and over again, preparing for their fight. But instead, they're just going to talk about the Pereira boxing knockout for Izzy. Like, it's, it's, easy, it's easy to sell. These dudes need to just take it to Izzy, but I, way easier said than done. Fajeda's I'm not going in there. To, too. I think Fajeda's going to. He has nothing to lose. But speaking about those bets that I pulled up, so yeah, I had two parlays killed by the Izzy and Jared Cannonier mm. fight because it didn't because it did go to the distance, and I think thought it didn't. One of them being a twenty-five dollar free bet. Uh, parlay. I parlayed up Alex Fajeda and Sean Strickland not to go the distance with Izzy and Jared Kennanier not to go the distance for a plus 191. <sighs> Barely missed that. Damn it. And then I had another three-leg parlay with uh, Don Cerrone and versus Jim Miller and Alex Fajeda and Sean Strickland both not going the distance. Parlayed up with Izzy and Jared Kennanier not going to the distance for a plus 293. That would have paid out very nice. And that those are pretty much the only two bets that didn't hit this week. Um, let me pull up my other ones. God, I wish it would have just went the fuck, or would, would have, I don't know. It, the fight was just very lackluster for it being the main for event, sure. especially sure. after a Robbie Lawler Barbarena, especially after a, I don't know. It just added like, is, is he Floyd of MMA? So I wanted to speak to ah, not that nah. exact wording, but I, I have to look for He's it. He's a murderer. What he did to Paulo Costa, you could never see Floyd doing that to someone. So I, I looked up, or I was, uh, shown a tweet that was just showing like the current ufc champions and then 
they ranked their or ranked them or quantified them by their average significant strike output per round and then per fight and then like lined them up to who's basically they said if you throw a lot of significant strikes you're probably a fun fight to watch mm-hmm. and then if you don't throw a lot you're probably boring and it was they ranked those and anyway Izzy was dead bottom second to Carla Esparza because she's a grappler she doesn't throw punches so yeah. her significant strike output is they equivalent not having significant strikes, which isn't just punches. That could be ground strikes. Like yeah. So I mean, Izzy's a so Izzy's according to this, he's quantifiably the second most boring active champ, and the number one is Yuri, the guy who just beat Glover in the craziest war and since John Jones versus yep. <laughs> um, Gustafson. You know what I'm saying? So like that makes sense. The those numbers. He, yeah, his style's very counterpunch though. So if a guy's not stepping up, he's not throwing. It's not his so, fault. I'm not pointing yeah. any fingers, but if we're gonna talk numbers. He is the least likely to throw a lot of strikes in a, in yeah. a bow. That doesn't equivalent to no finishes because he's clearly knocking out Paulo Costa's left and right. You know what I mean? Easy. Yeah. He's a beast. Let's get into these bets a little bit more. Too. Yes, sir. So I had. Let's go. Let's just go over. So I had, uh, I think, four lost, but I had two wins, and the two wins were the big ones that I needed to win because they were the parlay. So I had one parlay with Brian Barbarena. Parlayed up with Izzy, Adesanya, and Jared Kinnear to not go the distance. Another parlay killed by that. Um, only lost five bucks on that. It's all good. But we had another parlay hit. We're talking Sean O'Malley parlayed up with Macy Barber and Ian Gary. Sean O'Malley with the eye poke. That gets a void on that leg. But I hit the two other two legs for that one. And that uh, dropped down to a plus 127 on that parlay. But I did have Jalen Turner parlayed up with... Sean O'Malley and Pedro Munoz not going the distance. Guess what? Voided because of that eye poke, dropping my three-leg parlay to a two-leg parlay for a plus 165. Still nailed it, though, because Jalen Turner fucked up Brad Riddell and Sean Strickland got knocked out by Alex Fajeda. One money on that, 126 bucks on that. One loss that I just kind of bet as a throwaway bet, didn't really expect it to happen because I picked up Max Holloway for split or majority decision at plus 1100. I'm actually surprised the draft book, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook put it at that. So I had to pick it up, had to pick it up, and then I did a same game parlay with Andre Muniz and Uriah Hall that barely didn't fucking, I barely missed it. Uriah Hall not getting submitted. I actually parlayed up Muniz to win for him to submit him and for him to get a total takedown of one in the first round. Barely missed that one. God damn it. And then I also put a, uh, I think a, where's my other Barbarana bet? I had another Barbarana bet that that went through well as well. Um, all, all around good week, even though I lost a few of them, the ones that I lost weren't the ones that were important. The ones that were important that actually made me money, I fucking, you know, I hit them, dude. I hit them. It sucks that the O'Malley one, the O'Malley kind of took away a lot of the winnings, though. Yeah. But still a, still a winning week. We'll take it. Um, now let's go over the bets for next week as well as the next card for next week. Let's go over it real fast before we have to get out of here. And where the hell is it? Hold on. Pulling it up. Pulling it up. So we got Dos Anjos versus uh, Rafael Faziev. Um, tomorrow, or if you're watching this, probably it's either tomorrow or today. One of the two. So let's go over it on the prelims. Not too many names that we know, but we have a Ronnie Lawrence and Sedjo Cub Kakraman, Kakramanov. Damn. 
Y'all, y'all try and pronounce that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the bets that I have open right now, so I, I actually place a few bets on this. So I actually picked up a parlay with a Sedyo Cub Kakranov to win by either KO or submission. Um, and I actually parlayed up with a later fight. David Onama versus Garrett Armfield to not go the distance. So that's at a plus 441. Dropped three bucks on that just because I don't really know how it's going to go. Winning's going to be 20 bucks. So the first fight, we got Ronnie Lawrence versus Sidio Cub. Then we got Kennedy um, Nitschukuwu. Damn. These, these names are getting harder and harder, y'all. <laughs> so we got Kennedy versus Carl Robertson um, in a light heavyweight. And uh, I got Kennedy for that one because I actually parlayed him up as well. Um, that one, I have Kennedy to win by KO or submission. Parlayed up with Trayshawn Gore to win by KO or submission. So just, you know, them to win before the distance. Um, so I got Kennedy in that one. David Onama versus Garrett Armfield. Talked about that one. You guys know I got David Onama. He's going off of um, a lot of finishes lately. Don't know too much about this Garrett Armfield. Has a lot of decision wins and stuff. Eight and two. Not bad. I don't know. I just got David Onama. He's definitely the favorite in this. After that fight, we got Treshawn Gore versus Cody Brundage. I got Treshawn Gore in that parlay for plus 9.23. I bet five bucks on it, plus 9.23 for it to hit for $51 if both of these guys get the, the finish. As long as Kennedy gets a finish, as long as Treshawn gets a finish, we are good. After that fight, we got a Courtney Cases versus Antonina Shevchenko, Valentina Shevchenko's sister. Mm-hmm. Don't have any money on that one. Couldn't really pick for that one. It could be up in the air. It's kind of split on the books right now. Um, I, I want to say Antonina's going to win, but she's coming off two losses. So is Courtney Casey. Courtney Casey, not in the most exciting fights lately. So I don't really know how that one's going to go. I didn't drop any money on it. Um, so the, for the main featured prelim fight, we got Ricky Tercios, a shout out Ricky, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> versus uh, Eamon Zahabi, and I got money on Ricky Tercios. I think I parlayed him up as well. I parlayed him up for Michael Johnson and John Malarkey to not go the distance, and I parlayed up him with Douglas Silva de Andrade and Saeed Nurmagomedov to not go the distance as well. So let's hope that Ricky Tercios gets the win out. I don't know if he's going to do it by decision or what, but that's who I got in that one right here. Now going into the main card, we got Michael Johnson and John and Jamie Malarkey starting out the card. That's going to be a fucking shout out Michael Johnson. Shout out Michael Johnson. We've been watching him fight forever. His record is not looking the best though. Almost dropped Khabib. <sighs> Almost dropped Khabib, but for what it's worth, his record is twenty-one and seventeen. It's not looking the hottest, dude. He's been his losing last fight some. though. He knocked that dude out and he then did like the Dan out. Henderson flying in overhand. He did. Comatose but he's that facing man. a Jamie Malarkey coming off of like a three, I think three knockout fucking win. Oh, no. He got, Jamie Malarkey got knocked out by Jalen Turner. Mm, sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> Jamie Malarkey knocked out Devontae Smith and Kama Worthy before that. So, I mean, this is a do or die fight. That's why I dropped the money on it. Not to go the distance because it's Michael Johnson versus uh, Jamie Malarkey. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Shit. Let me go back to my page I was on. So after that fight, we got Cynthia Calvillo versus Nina Nunez. Didn't put money on that because it's kind of like the Courtney Casey fight. Like, I don't know who's going to win this one. They're both dominant on the ground fighters a little bit. Both of them have a few submission wins, but a lot of them have a lot of decision wins. So I was kind of good to bet on that one. Um, Other th- oh, that's, I was just going to say that's Amanda Nunez's wife. 
Really? Yeah, Nina it Nunes. It is, huh? But Cynthia Calvillo is a dog. That's Nina Ansarov. I did not. I didn't put it together when I was actually like putting this together. That is. That's. Uh, uh, yep. That's the former champ's wife. That's all I had to say. <laughs> former champ's baby mama. You know what I'm saying? So that's on the main card? That's uh, This is the main card. Okay, I yep. think I got to rearrange because what I was looking at, that was still a prelim. Ah, yeah, I think it got moved around. After that one, we got a heavyweight bout with Jared Vendetta versus Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman coming off of a few losses. I definitely have him losing this one as well. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, brother, but I uh, did a same-game parlay with Jared Vendetta for a plus 5,000 leg parlay. Fuck. Three-leg parlay, plus 5,000. Jared Vendetta to win by submission with one total knockdown. So I went for the air fryer random throw shit at the wall, see if it happens <laughs> bet. I bet $3 to win $153 if this happens. I need Jared Vendetta to win. I need him to take him out by submission, but I need him to knock him down first. That's oh, what fuck. I'm going for. Chase Sherman's gotten knocked down his last two fights. That's what I'm going for. So that's why it's a plus 5,000. Because it's for for Jared Vendetta to get the knockdown and the sub, it's kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to do. Can he do it against Chase Sherman? I think he can, so I put three bucks on it. You know, three bucks is nothing. Chump change. See, what, th- Like I said, throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Um, another one I have open, bro. Another one I have open, this next fight, Douglas Silva de Andrade. You guys heard that parlay I have then parlayed up versus Saeed Nurmagomedov. And I can just see that one getting ended right away. That one's getting ended right away. That we're not seeing the distance on that. And if we do, I won't be surprised. You know, whatever. Who gives a shit? But other than that, we got... Uh, I think it's Chow. Is it Chow? Barajo? Or is it Cow? Cow Barajo versus Armin Petrosayan uh, for the co-main. A very surprising co-main. I mean, we don't know a lot of these names like very, very well. But, you know, for this being the co-main, I'm kind of surprised for it being under a Dos Anjos Fiziev. Um So I got Cow. I got Cal Barajo. He's definitely the favorite right now. I got him parlayed up with Michael Johnson and Malarkey to not go the distance. That's a plus 107 parlay on DraftKings. I put 10 bucks on that. That's probably the biggest bet I put, 10 bucks just to double that up. Just want to double it up real quick, you know? I like picking parlays to where I expect that shit to happen. Then the last fight, the main fight of the main card this weekend, uh, we got Rafael Dos Anjos versus Rafael Fiziev. I actually picked up Dos Anjos off the money line for this. That's it. Because he's a plus 175 money line underdog. It's a very, very tasty bet for yeah. for Dos Anjos. Like Definitely. This is anybody's fight. I'm actually surprised to see it at a plus 175 for him. This is a very toss-up for me. So I just decided to throw the five bucks on Dos Anjos. So that's it. I mean, you guys are all ready for your next UFC fight night. Dos Anjos versus Fiziev. Um, this is going to be on July 10th, right? 9th no july 9th so you know have fun watching that guys don't don't forget to put in your bets let's see how these bets go down uh other than that i mean i think that i think that ends her guys i think that that's it let me know how you guys do on your bets let me know what you guys think about your fights follow me everywhere just hit the link below just hit my link tree rick g to profit find me everywhere don't forget i'm opening up for twista july 9th the when the fights are happening, actually, we're probably going to be watching them on a phone or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you guys watch this long, you guys are a fucking ride or die. Thank you guys so much. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. We look forward to breaking down Fiziev Dos Anjos next week and then going on from there, getting all this good current news. You guys want to say anything else before we jet up out of here? 
Um, I just wanted to give a quick little shout out to my barber, J.R. Sanchez. Hey. He's getting married Saturday. So hey. I got a busy day. I got to go to that wedding. Oh, and then shit. once I get done with the wedding, I'll be going to the show. So Dave's got a wedding, shows, fights. Damn. Yeah. This man's busy. It's a bad time to be introverted. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Winston? Sorry, I burped. Chilling. Chilling? You're good? Yeah. All right. to say. Yo, you, this has been Sports Champs, episode three. Thank you guys for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. Thank you.